0: It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Mexico's players. Hello, and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin, and today we'll be looking at Mexico's squad for the 2022 World Cup. We interrupt this broadcast with a warning. Caution. Mammoth Mediacast ahead. Mexico has 67 players on the slate, so the Mediacast runs almost three hours. We recommend listening in smaller bites or on higher speeds. The full version of this podcast is recommended only for intense fans. Final warning. Mammoth Mediacast ahead. Now, back to the regular programming. This preamble is going to be the same for every media cast we do for the Players series. So, those familiar with it might want to jump ahead, I would say, about three and a half minutes to where we begin talking about the team. Uh, for YouTube watchers, there's a timestamp toward the bottom of the show notes uh, that you can go on and uh, click to go directly to that point. And for uh, podcast listeners, uh, it's in the show notes also. For those looking for a quick version of this, you can skip to near the end of the media cast. I'd say the last uh, 10 minutes where we summarise the likely starters, just prior to that, with about 20 minutes remaining, we'll have some discussion on the squad. So we talk about the main issues with the squad, um, how we see their overall strength, and uh, some of the player issues, uh, like the new players coming in, injured players uh players on their way out stuff like that and we have these times in the show notes too so you can go directly to them we will also be editing this media cast into a shorter version uh, for those who are just looking for more of an overview for those looking for a deeper dive you've come to the right place we go through the players and how likely they are to make it to the final squad And we explain why we think so and give some information on their history and their current standing with the squad. So the way we do this is by organizing the players into their designated position. And we are aware that these are a little bit artificial since players don't always play in the position that they're designated to. Uh, Nevertheless, it's a good way to uh, organize the discussion. And then we go through the players and share some of the data we've collected in our files. And using that data, we try to predict uh, how likely the player is to make the team uh, make the final squad based mostly on their recent participation. And we categorize them into definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seems to be off the squad. We also mentioned big players who have recently retired and make note of those who are currently injured. We'll also try to determine at the end of the podcast, which players we think will be starters and which will be substitutes. Right, for those following on YouTube, we have a very simple graphic where we list the names. You can actually see the names of the players as we go through them. And uh, for the uh, podcast, it's actually the same broadcast, Uh, But for listeners, we're going to try to repeat the names a few times uh, so that you can become familiar uh, with the player's name and have a sense of familiarity when they step onto the field. And that's as much as we can do uh, at this point. But the rosters uh, are going to be published uh, in November, and we will do an update episode around that time. So that will essentially be giving any news on the team that we know, how they've done in games uh, between now and then, uh, friendlies uh, mostly and uh, going over our predictions maybe updating them uh, based on new information uh, new information we have and looking at the uh, rosters to reveal which players were selected for the preliminary and the final squads. so keep your eye out for those update podcasts or those update media has uh, probably coming in mid-november uh, early to mid-november All right, let's move on to talk about Mexico. All right, let's move on to talk about Mexico, and uh, we're gonna, uh begin by talking about takeaways from previous podcasts we've done so we've actually done quite a few for mexico uh one was for the gold cup in uh, 2021 that was just a team podcast and uh probably um uh not that relevant to this podcast but we did at the beginning of world cup qualifying in september uh 2021 did a team uh, a player overview uh kind of like this one And then halfway through, uh, we did kind of a quick update podcast on the team uh, as it was after, I think, eight of their games. So that one's good. It's a nice uh, short one, uh, just overviewing the players. And um, here are a couple of things that we took uh, out of those podcasts. So first of all, Mexico has a huge pool of players to choose from. Uh, They've often had two tournaments in a summer season. So often when they've had a gold cup tournament for CONCACAF, they've also had another tournament to play. Uh, In the past, that was uh, the Copa America, which they often participated in. In 2017, it was uh, the Confederations Cup. I think that was true in 2013 also. Uh, And in 2021, it was the Olympics. So uh, there they used a few starting players because they were allowed, I think, three uh, allowable overage players. And um, uh, a lot of their younger players uh, played in that Olympic tournament. Um, uh, Yeah, so that's the first issue is uh, a huge pool of players to choose from. Uh, Consequently, that makes it difficult to determine who their A-team actually is uh, we kind of think that most of the players uh, who started in the Gold Cup uh, was their A team, but then, as we just said, a lot of their youngsters and and a few select players were missing from that squad. So uh, we're not really sure if they were, um, if 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 they were considerations for the A team. So, uh, for example, in the Gold Cup. Uh, goalkeeper Tavares was the starter and played all six games, but uh, Ochoa, who's the who's the usual starter, uh, was playing in the Olympics. So at the beginning of qualification, we were a bit unsure who the starter would be. But my partner uh, Pro- Connor predicted it right and said o- Ochoa would come straight back in as the starting keeper, and so he did. Um, uh, but again, uh, it kind of makes it a little bit difficult to uh, tell. Uh, who is their starting team and uh, we'll find out through um, that yeah we'll actually come back to that later uh, at the end of the podcast to see if the world cup qualification uh, choices kind of reveal to us who their real a team is okay the third point was that they're a hard team to break into so we see a lot of uh, players who look promising uh, but then simply drift off the team so uh, as an example of this, they worked hard uh, to rest uh, to rest the services of Jonathan Gonzalez uh, away from the USA in 2018 and 2019. He was eligible for both uh, USA and Mexico, and it was a big news story at the time uh, that Mexico managed to secure his services. And Americans were angry uh, about their own recruitment process, feeling that they. Uh, Mexicans uh, seem to be um, uh, attracting more of these kind of players. However, once Mexico had Jonathan uh, Gonzalez, he played only two games for the national team and hasn't appeared even on the bench since 2019. So uh, just he's an example of uh, uh, it's hard for uh, players to break into the team. And we did note in previous podcasts that players who, who make their B team for things like the Copa America squads or the uh, 2017 Gold Cup, they used their A squad for the Confederations Cup and their B squad for the Gold Cup. And then this Olympic squad in 2021. Uh, it's hard to know if those players... Um, are candidates really for the A team because they have a long way to go even from that B team to making it onto the A team so for example we thought that Diego Lainez a left midfielder uh, was making good inroads uh, towards the the A team um, because he was with clubs in Spain and Portugal Um, but it turned out that uh he wasn't used at the beginning of qualifying. He was, as it turned out, used a bit more in the second half of World Cup qualifying. But, um, you know, I think he comes in as a possible candidate here or even a uh, possible but unlikely candidate. So uh, very hard uh, to to. Uh, for these new players to break into the team. So we'll come back to a couple of these points uh, in our notes at the end of the podcast, but let's move on to the one thing that's uh, fairly simple about the Mexican team, and that is their formation, uh, because they usually use the uh, same formation, which is a 4-3-3. So four defenders, three midfielders, and uh, three um Three forwards. So those forwards, especially on the left side and right side, tend to be uh, players who are typically uh, wingers or attacking midfielders. We'll get into that when we look at the actual positions. But in the Gold Cup, we see that uh, four times—sorry, uh, five of their six games—used this four-three-three, and uh, oddly, they seem to kind of. Uh, uh, throw out a wacky formation uh, whenever they play Canada because it was a 3-2-2-2-1 in game five against Canada but uh, they won the game so I guess whatever works. That, That pained me to say that. Uh, in World Cup qualifying, we see they actually started with two kind of various formations, still four defenders, but uh, a five-man midfielder, uh, a five-man midfield and one attacker, uh, one, sorry, uh, one forward, a single forward. So uh, a four-two-three-one, 2 three, one, um, and that was against uh, Jamaica, I think. Yes, Jamaica, and then a 4-1-4-1 against Costa Rica in game two. And then they went back to a 4-3-3 for uh, the remaining uh, 12 games, all except game eight against Canada, where they changed it up to a 3-5-2. So uh, just three defenders there in uh, a new formation. Uh, they lost that game, by the way, in, the, uh, in what we call the Ice Teca, Uh, We froze them out for that game and managed to uh, win. Uh, Since uh, the end or towards the end, I've I've ignored a couple of friendlies that were played during the World Cup qualifying. And uh, we have friendlies, uh, five friendly games to look at and two Nations League games. Um, They finished the World Cup qualifying in March. Uh, And so these friendlies and nation games were uh, after that, most of them in June. And uh, we see the um, a couple of different formations, but three of the five friendlies were the 4-3-3. And then both of the Nations League games were the 4-3-3. Now we don't, uh, 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 oh, we should point out here that they did actually change personnel quite a bit. So the the players who normally we consider in the starting lineups uh, played a couple of these games, but there was a lot of trials for uh, kind of B team players or or players who hadn't seen a lot of field time used quite a bit in these friendlies and even in the nation's league games less of a surprise in the first game which was against Suriname because uh, um I think they could afford to experiment a little bit but the second game too uh, away in Jamaica um didn't manage to bring out what seems to be their A squad although a few of the uh Uh, key players were there so uh, a lot of experimentation that threw us into a bit of a doubt as to whether they were reconsidering some of the starting uh, players and giving these uh, these uh, players um, you know a legitimate shot at making the squad in 2022 for the world cup or you know whether they're just kind of uh, building up their bench and their uh, their pool of players so uh, a bit difficult to say Okay, well, we're going to move on to talking about the squad uh, uh, in particular. So, we begin with manager Gerardo Martino. And, um, oh, I don't know why I have that uh, um, in my graphics. Just fixing up the graphics, folks. And we're back on track. Uh, uh, Gerardo Martino has been their manager since 2019. So, one of the... uh, one of the kind of longer term managers of Mexico who at least for a period were kind of uh, switching managers uh, fairly quickly. Now they seem satisfied with uh, Gerardo uh, Martino and he has led them through the um, 2019 and 2021 uh, gold cups. um, And they won the first of those and came second in the, in, in the 2021 uh, version. Prior to that, he was a he was so he kind of switches back and forth from being a club manager to a national manager. Yeah. And prior to Mexico, he was with uh, Atlanta United in the USA, and I think they were quite successful. And uh, before that, from two thousand and fourteen to sixteen, he was Argentina uh, Argentina's manager. He is Argentinian uh, himself, and so he uh, guided them through the. Uh, 2015 Copa America and the 2016 um, Copa America Centenario and uh, before that he was a a manager of Barcelona in Spain and Newell's uh, Newell's Old Boys in Argentina so pretty big clubs there and I would say his uh, kind of fame rested went on uh, his management of Paraguay's national team from 2006 to 2011, because he saw Paraguay, um, um, you know, despite actually a bad performance in the 2007 Copa America, um, they reached the quarterfinals of the 2010 World Cup and they reached the final uh, of the um, 2011. Uh, Sorry, uh, 2011 Copa America. So uh, very good uh, results for Paraguay there. And obviously that earned him um, the kind of credibility uh, for Newell's old boys and for Barcelona in Spain. So a well-decorated and storied manager, uh, Gerardo Martino, and uh, he will lead them through this World Cup. Okay, moving on to goalkeepers. I'm going to start by just listing the candidates gives me another opportunity to say their names for the listeners. So we have as a definite, uh, Guillermo Ochoa. Uh, Guillermo Ochoa, a definite candidate. Now we have four, uh, sorry, three likely candidates. So one of them will have to go. Alfredo Talavera, a likely candidate. Rudolfo Cota and uh, Carlos Acevedo, all three of them likely and we'll tell you why soon. We have a possible candidate in David Ochoa and then a possible but unlikely in uh, Jonathan Orozco. Okay, so those are the players on the slate that we will be looking at. So we'll go back to the beginning and talk about uh, Guillermo Ochoa. So he's a real veteran with the squad. And uh, I'll first of all tell you why we think he's definite. It's because he started 15 of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. He was on the bench for one and not selected for six others. So uh, not selected towards the end there. We'll come back to that in our summary of this section. Uh, Guillermo Ochoa uh, has been with Mexico since 2005 and has 129 caps. And he is currently... Uh, 37 years old. So he, and we're going to see actually there are a number of players who uh, have played in Europe and recently moved back to Mexico. So he's the first of these, uh, came back to Mexico to play for Club America uh, since 2019. And that's actually his second stint with Club America because he left them in 2011 to go and play in Europe. Uh, Before he came back, though, he was with Standard Liège in Belgium and Malaga in Spain and um, uh, started with Ajaccio in France. Uh, And as far as the national team goes, his first tournament was the 2004 Olympics, so he has kind of a a bit of a history with the Olympic team. And uh, in terms of the senior team, the 2005 Gold Cup, However, uh, he was always on the bench for the Gold Cup for quite a while because uh, Jose Corona or uh, Jose de Jesus Corona was basically the starting keeper, uh, always ahead of him um, for a while. A couple of keepers kind of came and went, but we won't get into those details. Um, And it took actually until the uh, 2014 uh, World Cup. No, he actually started all games in the 2009 uh, gold cup and um, he was slated as a starter for the 2011 gold cup but he was tested positive for drug use and uh, suspended there so but the gold cup oh sorry the 2014 world cup uh, he was the starter and basically was the starter for uh, all of the tournaments after that uh, but as we saw in 2021, he, instead of being selected for the Gold Cup, was selected for the Olympic squad as one of their overaged players. So we were curious if he was uh, uh, still the starter after Talavera had started all the games in the Gold Cup in 2021, but then he came back in and immediately uh, uh, was the starter for the World Cup qualifying games. Um Let's move on to Alfredo Talavera. So he is also a real veteran. Uh, we consider him likely because he started uh, one, well, he started all the games in the Gold Cup, which made us feel he was the second string keeper. Uh, but actually, he started just one of their 22 games. This was the second last one, so the Nations League game against Suriname. And, uh, however, he was on the bench for 11 games Um, yeah he was on the bench for 11 games I have a bit of contradictory information I was trying to work out in my head there Uh, so Alfredo Talavera is 40 years old and he's been with the national team since 2011 but actually 38 caps is uh, not a lot of caps in that time but um, that suggests he was the backup keeper Uh, he was kind of on the bench Uh, most of the time. Uh, He plays for Juarez in Mexico since 2022 um, and uh, was with Unam Pumas before that. And Toluca, he spent 11 years with uh, Toluca. His first tournament was the 2011 Gold Cup and he actually started and finished all the games there uh, but didn't do so again until the 2021 Gold Cup uh, but was on the bench for most of the uh, tournaments including... The 2014 and 2018 World Cup, so he's certainly been around for a while. Uh, again, a bit hard for him to uh, uh, to get past Jesus Corona and then Guier- uh, Guillermo Ochoa as the starting keeper. And um, it turns out that uh, the Gold Cup, uh, uh, being the being the starter in the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, didn't uh, really help him to gain the starting goalkeeper position. So uh, 40 years old, uh, Al, Al, Alfredo Talavera. Uh, Rudolfo Cota is also uh, quite old uh, at 35 years old. Um He started two of the 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for one and was on the bench for 13 of them uh, so uh, only missed uh, uh, six matches, not called up for six matches is what I mean. He's been on the squad since 2017, but he has even fewer caps, just eight caps uh, in his uh, career. And uh, he was uh, his first tournament was on the bench for the uh, 2017 Confederations Cup, which, if you recall, uh, was played by the A-team while the... The Gold Cup that year was the B team. However, he didn't make the squad for the 2018 uh, World Cup or the 2019 Gold Cup. So uh, he returned in 2021 uh, and was on the bench for the 2021 Gold Cup. Um, But he has uh, earned a couple of starts since then. The final likely candidate is Carlos Acevedo. And he brings a bit of youth to the goalkeeper lineup. Uh, the three candidates we've talked about so far, all over 35 or 35 years old or older. Uh, Acevedo himself is 26 years old. And he got his first cap uh, in January and uh, started three of the remaining 13 games up until June 2022 uh, and was on the bench for four. Uh, there were six games. He wasn't selected for, though. Uh, so he was um, not a consideration for the game uh, for the uh, Gold Cup in 2021, but um, uh, seems to be on the slate now because uh, uh, three starts is actually pretty good. He plays for Santos Laguna in Mexico. Um, On the uh, possible level is David Ochoa. So David Ochoa um, got his first appearance on the bench in April, 2022, but he started none of their remaining six games. Uh, but was on the bench for three. So uh, he plays for DC United uh, in the United States and is just 21 years old, uh, yet to earn his first cap. Uh, Jonathan Orozco is the uh, last goalkeeper we'll deal with. We have him as possible but unlikely. And he started one of their 22 games since the uh, 2021 Gold Cup. And he was on the bench for seven, which is pretty good, but he wasn't selected uh, for the last nine matches. So uh, not completely out of the picture, but uh, with so many goalkeepers ahead of him, I think it'll be tough to get in. Uh, He's always had a bit of trouble getting in. He's been on the squad since 2010, uh, but since that time has only managed 10 caps. And uh, now he's 36 years old. So... Uh, among the other goalies he did uh, uh, appear in the 2011 gold cup that was his first where he was on the on the roster but uh, didn't see any action however he did uh, start and finish uh, four of the five games in the 2013 gold cup so that's really the only one uh, where he got some action uh, meanwhile he's uh, uh, had trouble getting on the team he did uh, um make the bench for the 2015 Gold Cup. But after that, uh, it took until 2019 to get on another squad. And in 2019 and 2021, 20, he was the backup keeper. Uh, oh, sorry. I, uh, he was on the bench, on the roster, but on the bench. So uh, now he seems to have dropped off the squad. And I don't know about his chances of making it back. So there we have it. Uh, one one. Definite candidate, three likely, and they'll probably bring three keepers to the cup. So it seems like one of those has to go, but I'll tell you the situation uh, until now. So as we saw, Alfredo Talavera was the starting keeper in the cup and uh, played all the games there. Meanwhile, Ochoa was off at the Olympic team. However, he came back to play all of the World Cup qualification games. Uh, and then with the friendlies and Nations League games at the end, uh, actually Acevedo did well. He played the first and last friendly and also one of the Nations League games. And uh, uh, really they kind of varied. Uh, all three other goalies, uh, Ochoa, Talavera and Cota, each played one of the friendlies and Cota also one of the uh, Nations League games. So, um I don't think that amounts to much of a challenge for Ochoa, although he did just play one of the last seven games. But I think uh, kind of like the Olympics, he'll come back and be the starter. We'll talk a bit more about those speculations at the end. Uh, But uh, it looks like Acevedo is making some inroads there, uh, which is good because they're going to need some youth in the uh, goalkeepers. Let's move on to the defenders, and we'll start with uh, we'll start with central defenders. And we have no definite candidates here, and I'll tell you why soon. But for likely, we have Nestor Araujo, and we have Cesar Montes, and uh, we have Hector Moreno, and then we have um, two possible candidates: Johan Vasquez. And Israel Reyes. And then uh, we have three possible but unlikely in Luis Olivas. And Arturo Ortiz. And Jordan Silva. Uh, And finally, we have a player who, uh, a bit surprisingly, is off the squad. Actually, we have three who seem to be off the squad. But surprisingly, uh, Carlos Salcido kind of suddenly dropped. Uh, Gilberto uh, Sepulveda and um, uh, Harrit Ortega all all of those seem to be off the squad you know having kind of made an appearance of some kind uh, since 2020 Um, so not completely out of the question but uh, they seem to be off the squad but let's go back to the beginning and we have no definite candidates here and um, but three likely candidates. So we'll start with Nestor Araujo. Nestor Araujo has started eleven of their twenty-two games, so just half of them, and was on the bench for three, and not selected for uh, eight matches there, including the last two. But a lot of the a lot of the kind of starting players uh, didn't play uh, in the friendlies is understandable. A bit surprising that they didn't play in the Nations League games, but there we have it. Uh, we can almost view those Nations League games as uh, kind of the level of friendlies as far as as uh, as far as putting out the A-team goes. Okay, Nesta Araujo has been on Mexico's team since 2011 and has 60 caps and three goals and is 31 years old. And uh, again, uh, another player who was in Europe but came back to Mexico. So he came back to play for Club America in 2022. But prior to that was with Celta de Vigo in Spain uh, from 2018 to 22. And uh, with Mexican teams before that, uh, Santos Laguna and Cruz Azul. Uh, his first tournament was the uh 2012 Olympics actually. And uh, Mexico won the gold level. Uh, gold medal but i've just realized i made a mistake and his first tournament was the 2011 copa america where he was actually the starter but he did play in the olympics however after that he was kind of off the team uh for quite a while or at least not selected for tournaments so after 2012 the 2016 copa america centenario uh four tournaments later was the um was uh, was when he reappeared, and uh, kind of similar. Um, uh, he wasn't on the two thousand seven. Oh, okay, he was on the two thousand seventeen Confederations Cup squad, so that was why he wasn't on the uh, Gold Cup squad that year. However, he was not on the uh, World Cup squad in two thousand and eighteen because he was injured. But he has started the twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one Gold uh, Cups. So uh, fairly standard uh, in there, but not always uh, a starter and not always picked for the squad. Nestor Araujo, uh, just 11 of their 22 games. So we considered him likely rather than definite, but um, nevertheless, he'll be a consideration as a starter. Uh, Similarly, Cesar Montes has started 12 of their 22 games and uh, was on the bench for one, but he wasn't selected for nine matches. Uh, himself he's the youngest of the three we'll be talking about so he's uh, 25 years old um, and is kind of making his way into the squad he's been with mexico since 2017 and has 27 caps and one goal and uh, is as i said 25 years old he plays for monterey in mexico and uh, his first tournament was the 2017 gold cup where he was subbed in uh however uh uh uh, that was a b team if you recall the a team was the confederations cup and so uh, it didn't earn him passage onto the world cup team in 2018. in 2019 he was a sub uh for the gold cup and um um i'm just going to check if he was on the olympic team here uh for 2021 because he wasn't on the gold cup squad and uh Uh, yeah he was on the Olympic team that's uh, what I thought so um, yeah working his way into the team and as I say 12 of the 22 games so uh, that's looking good for him and again here too they need to add a bit of youth because uh, Nestor Araujo and especially Hector Moreno um, are going to age out fairly soon we'll move on to talking about Hector Moreno uh, now uh, he started only six of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and he was subbed in for one and on the bench for five. Uh, and I consider him almost like a semi-retired player, um, not quite on the bench because he does start some matches, but he just kind of starts here and there. Uh, and that may be because he's getting older now at, uh, at uh, 34 years old and he's been with Mexico since 2007. At times he's been the captain, but I don't think um, uh, he's consistently been the captain just uh, um, uh, just at times, like in the 2021 Gold Cup, he was the captain, perhaps uh, um, because Ochoa was away, but uh, i not that sure about that. So since 2007, he has 124 caps, and uh, he plays for Monterrey in Mexico. And uh, one of the players, one, their only player, as far as I know, who has experience in Qatar, which might come in useful. He played for Algarafa in Qatar from 2019 to 21. So perhaps bringing a bit of unique experience as the team prepares to play the World Cup in Qatar. Before that, he was with Real Sociedad in Spain and with Roma in Italy. And uh, PSV Eindhoven in the Netherlands. So um, uh, he's been in Europe for quite a while, a couple of teams beyond the ones I've mentioned there. His first tournament was the, the 2010 World Cup, uh, despite having started with the team in 2007. And he was a starter in that cup. Um, no, he wasn't a starter. He started a couple of games in that cup. Uh, but he was a starter in the 2011 Gold Cup and in several of the tournaments a lot. In 2015, he was injured, so didn't play in either of the two tournaments, Copa America or Gold Cup, uh, that year. And uh, otherwise, he's pretty much always been there, but not always as a starter um, in the 2019 Gold Cup. Uh, he only gained a starting position towards the end of that cup. And he didn't actually appear in games one and two in the 2021 Gold Cup, either. Despite being the captain, but gained a starting position from game four onwards. So I kind of, kind of get the vibe that he's uh, uh, kind of semi-retired and uh, wouldn't wouldn't be a player who starts all the games. But we see they have a bit of a rotation among these three players we've talked about, Araujo, Montes, and Moreno. And so he will get in there for a start from time to time, but is, is not nailed down as a starter. And uh, because of that rotation, we can't really... Uh, say that any of them have started enough games to make us think that they're going to be a starter, but that's a discussion we leave until uh, the end of the podcast. Meanwhile, we have two possible candidates in Johan Vasquez and Israel Reyes. So Johan Vasquez started four of their 22 games since the 22, uh, 2021 Gold Cup, and he was on the bench for six others and not selected for two. So, Uh, He plays for Genoa in Italy. Sorry, I should say he's been with Mexico since 2019 and has six caps uh, with them, is 24 years old. And as I started to say, he plays for Genoa in Italy. That's a new uh, move since 2022. And he was very quickly uh, loaned out to a slightly smaller club, uh, Cremonese um, in Italy. And he had been playing with UNAM, Pumas in Mexico uh before they sent him on loan to Genoa so a few clubs in Mexico uh before he moved over to Italy there and uh, we consider him a possible candidate he was on the preliminary squad for the 2020 uh 2021 gold cup and I'm just uh yeah he is he was uh, selected instead for the Olympic squad so actually the Olympic squad uh is supposed to be under 23s, but there actually were uh, a number of players who were 24. So I'm not sure how the rules exactly worked. Um, And of course they were allowed a a couple of overage players, but the the 24 year olds uh, were actually allowable, um, not as overage players. He was one of them. Uh, Israel Reyes, uh, got his first cap in December 2021 and he started two of their remaining 13 games as well as being subbed in for one and on the bench for four. So uh, kind of being selected there um, but not uh, not seeing a lot of action on the field. Uh, but he is only 22 years old and uh, even uh, at that three caps and one goal is uh, not too bad for Mexico as a 22 year old because it's so hard to break into the team. He plays for Puebla in Mexico and was with Atlas uh before that and with the Atlas youth system. Okay, we move on to the possible but unlikely players and uh we have three of them the first of which is uh, Luis Olivas. So Luis Olivas um got his first cap in December 2021 and he started one of their remaining 14 games and was subbed in for one other uh, and was injured for three so actually not a strong candidate just the two caps in 2021 and he is uh, 22 years old so perhaps someone to look out for in the future but doesn't seem like uh, it's a strong bid for this World Cup he plays for Guadalajara in Mexico Uh, however um, he has a better chance than Arturo Ortiz, who uh, got his first cap in April 2022. 20, and uh, But he didn't start any of the uh, uh, games, uh, just he was subbed in for one match. So maybe uh, he's happy to get a cap for the Mexican national team, but he's 30 years old. So... Uh, that's his first cap, and so it's doubtful he's really going to become uh, a part of the national setup there. He plays for Unam Pumas in Mexico, uh, and someone who might feel the same way as Jordan Silva may be happy to get a cap, but uh, not likely to uh, make it onto the team because he's 29 years old and he returned after a five year absence in December. Um, and did start a game, but then uh, immediately kind of disappeared from the squad. So uh, Jordan Silva also unlikely to uh, uh, be a candidate here. He plays for Queretaro uh, in Mexico. Um, uh, now we move on to players who seem to be off the squad. And an interesting case is uh, Carlos Salcido. So Carlos Salcedo seemed to be fairly entrenched in the squad. uh, And I'll tell you that history. Uh, But first I'll tell you that uh, um, since the 2021 uh, Gold Cup, he hasn't been selected. So a kind of abrupt ending to what seemed like a good career with the Mexico squad. Um, And I'll just say at this point, like he was a starter uh, in the 2021 Gold Cup um started four of the games and subbed into two others. So uh seemed to be kind of well entrenched in the squad. Uh and he took a penalty against Canada and he missed that penalty. So uh the fans weren't that happy about that. And uh later they they were booing him. Uh, maybe later in that game or I kind of think it was the game after. And uh the fans were kind of booing him. And the announcer made the point that uh he wasn't very um he wasn't very popular with the Mexican fans. So, um, I mean, maybe that has come to fruition or maybe there's some other reason, but he hasn't been selected since that gold cup. Uh, But I'll give you a bit of his history just to let you know that he was quite entrenched. Uh, He started with uh, Mexico in 2015 and got 48 caps. Uh, And he's only uh, 29 years old right now. He plays from uh, Juarez in Mexico. I won't go through his club history, but he did spend a bit of time in Europe, in Frankfurt and Italy, uh, Frankfurt in Germany and Italy. And uh, ever since the 2017 Confederations Cup, if you recall, that was the A team. uh, He was a starter on that team and uh, was uh, started and finished all all four games in the 2018 World Cup. And then he went on to uh, be a starter in the 2019 and 2021 20, Gold Cup. So a real surprise that he was uh, kind of left out in the cold uh, after the Gold Cup there. And I, I wonder uh, if there's a way back for him. I guess depending on what the uh, uh, what the issue really is, which um, uh, again may have something to do with that uh, being booed uh, or the the um, the feelings Mexicans have towards him, maybe dislike him. But um yeah, I would be surprised to see him back. But you know, he's still playing club soccer. He's 29 years old. So there is the possibility. Okay, uh that took too long. <laughs> we'll move on to Gilberto so, uh, Sepulveda. So Gilberto uh Sepulveda didn't start any of their games uh, uh twenty-two games since the Gold Cup in twenty twenty one but he was on the bench four however he has not been he wasn't called up for the last 14 matches so um he's still young 23 years old and he got his first cap in 2020 and has five caps and uh played for guadalajara in mexico so he was uh part of the 2021 gold cup squad and he subbed into two games but uh, as I say, hasn't been used that much afterwards. But young enough that he, uh, uh, you know, could make it back onto the, onto the team. Although he doesn't seem to be being groomed towards a, 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 a position for this World Cup squad. Finally, we have Harrit uh, Ortega. And he got his first and only appearance uh, with a start in an October 2021 game. However, he uh, wasn't called up after that, so uh, um, it doesn't look likely. But he's 22 years old, so we may see him in the future. So let's uh, summarize with the uh, the uh, story of centre-backs. We've introduced a lot of players there, and I'll tell you how things have gone. So... Uh, Araujo and Morena also and uh, Carlos Salcedo rotated the position in the cup. Uh, uh, the two defensive positions, those three rotated kind of coming in and out. Uh, as we saw, Salcedo dropped off the squad uh, rather abruptly, but Cesar Montes seemed to have taken over his role uh, in, the, in that three-man rotation and even a uh, slightly bigger role. Because um, Araujo and Montes seem to be the standard pairing in World Cup qualification games, with Moreno uh, coming in but only for a few games, and then oddly, about halfway through, um, in the in in the lead up to their two toughest games, so away in USA and away in Canada, uh, they suddenly switched the central defenders to Vasquez and right back uh, Dominguez for for those two games. So um, I got to say, I found that a bit odd. It seems to be the worst timing to uh, try out kind of new players in the position. And um, uh, afterwards, Vazquez kind of stayed on and and played as a central defender uh, a couple of more times, but it went back to Araujo and Montez uh, ultimately and then um in the friendlies and nations league games uh, left back angulo made some inroads uh, as a central defender um so uh, again uh, not sure if he's uh, kind of being considered as as a backup central defender but uh did make a few appearances so yeah a bit odd uh, those uh, games against canada and um and the usa okay left back is a bit simpler actually <laughs> it's the maybe the one position on the field which is fairly uh, well defined and uh jesus Gallardo, uh we consider a definite candidate and he seems to have a bit of a stranglehold uh on the position uh but there are a couple of possible candidates we saw that uh, jesus angulo um uh got a few uh got a got a bit of field time as a central defender he's actually coded as a left back and uh gerardo Ortega, uh, we consider a possible candidate too and um uh, i think uh, possible but unlikely is jonathan gomez and uh Os- osvaldo rodriguez and um uh emilio lara uh all three of those players possible but unlikely so we'll go back to the uh uh, the top with jesus gallardo and he is uh he started 13 of their 22 games uh, as the left back since the 2021 gold cup Uh, in something when they change up the 4-3-3 formation he might move up to the midfield uh in the 5-3-2 formation for example Oh, oh sorry 3-5-2 formation anyway started 13 was subbed in for two and on the bench for four so just three matches he was not called up for so um, a real staple in the squad he's been with uh, mexico since 2016 and has amassed 76 caps in that uh, time and he's still 28 years old so uh, doing well there and he plays for monterey in mexico he has uh, remained in mexico for his whole career, uh, six years with Mont or four years with Monterey now, and four years with Unam Pumas before that. His first tournament was the 2017 Gold Cup, where he was a starter, and he's basically uh, been a starter ever since, even in the 2018 World Cup. And we saw in 2021, actually, that he didn't start the first game. Uh, But uh, in game two, he he resumed his starting position. Uh, Interestingly, it was Osvaldo Rodriguez, uh, who we consider now um, possible but unlikely, who uh, started that tournament in 2021. So fairly, uh, or I would say very strongly established in the position, and it doesn't look like he'll be ousted. But there are a couple of possible candidates. uh, Jesus Alberto Angulo, started five of the 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, Four of those were among the last six games, so those friendlies and Nations League games. Uh, Otherwise, he wasn't selected, so not really selected much uh, for the World Cup qualification games. Uh, He has 11 caps since 2018 and is 24 years old, and he plays for Tigris in uh, uh, Mexico since 2022, a recent move from Atlas in Mexico. So again, he's played kind of friendlies and Nations League games, so that doesn't give him a strong bid for the World Cup squad and indeed other squads because he uh, didn't make the 2019 Gold Cup and for the 2020-21 squad, he was with the Olympic team, so hasn't had a tournament yet. Uh, Gerardo Artiega, uh, returned after a seven month absence to start four of their remaining 12 games up until June 2022 uh, and he subbed in for two and It's on the bench for two uh, so Gerardo Ar- Artega, uh a few starts there Uh, He has been with Mexico since 2018 and has 16 caps, respectable enough for a 24-year-old. And he uh, moved to Genk in Belgium in 2020, having played for Santos Laguna uh, before that and was actually with their youth squad too. So a possible candidate in Gerardo Ortega. And uh, we have three possible but unlikely here, so we'll go through them. Uh, Jonathan Gomez... Um, got his first appearance uh, um, in a friendly in December 2021. Um, Oh, uh, sorry. uh, Yeah, and uh, basically hasn't been selected uh, since May 2022, not selected for any of the last games. Uh, The interesting thing about Jonathan Gomez is he was uh, yet another player uh, Rested from the uh, USA so he actually played a game for USA in 2021 that must have been a friendly uh, because if it was a, a qualifying game or anything like that he wouldn't have been allowed to play for Mexico but he did and uh, yeah, he's actually just 19 years old and uh, yet another player Mexico uh, managed to um, take away from the USA he being eligible for both Teams, he's actually with Real Sociedad in Spain now, uh, just their B team, so definitely a player to keep an eye on for the future. I mentioned uh, Osvaldo Rodriguez, uh, um, he was a starter in the 2021 Gold Cup, but he lost his starting position when Gallardo uh, came back in. Uh, since then he started two of their 22 games uh, since the 2021 gold cup but he was on the bench for six others and uh, the reason i have him as not likely though is that he wasn't selected for any of the last 13 matches so kind of seemed to be making inroads into the team around 2021 but now uh, has has not been heard of Uh, for a little while. So uh, 2021 was his first uh, cap, actually. He has seven caps and one goal and is 26 years old and plays for Lyon in Mexico and before that Pachuca. But he's been with Lyon since 2016. So as I said, uh, um, starter in the 2021 Gold Cup, that was his first tournament. And uh, um, difficult to say whether he'll find his way back to the uh, squad here with so many players for them to consider finally we have uh, Emilio Lara as possible but unlikely uh, doesn't have any caps for the national team but appeared on the bench in December 2021 um, but hasn't appeared since so very unlikely but only 20 uh, years old and plays for Club America in Mexico so we may see him down the road but it looks like uh, this World Cup will be too soon for him Uh, And we'll finish this section on left-backs by describing the uh, situation. And really the situation is that the position belongs to Jesus Gallardo. So we saw Osvaldo Rodriguez started uh, the Gold Cup in the position, but Gallardo quickly reassumed. And for most of the World Cup qualification games, uh, it was Gallardo playing with uh, Luis Rodriguez, the uh, right-winger coming over once, and uh, Artiega. Uh, Gerardo Arteaga, who we talked about uh, uh, starting three times and that was near the end even in the friendlies and Nations League it was mostly Gallardo but uh, Artiega again came in once and uh, Aguirre twice so uh, again uh, Angulo who we talked about here was uh, got his starts more as a central defender all right, let's move on to right backs. And we'll start by going through the names. And we have, a uh, sorry, a likely candidate in Jorge Sanchez, but eh, hold on a minute. We also have to put him as an injury risk uh, which is a bit of a, uh, or, or kind of a loss for Mexico here, as he was making his way into being the starter or so it seemed. But we do have Luis Rodriguez, who we consider possible. And uh, he, he was the starter for a while, but uh, we'll tell you why he's been kind of demoted to the possible level. Along with Kevin Alvarez and Julio Cesar Dominguez, um uh, and uh, Julian uh, Araujo, uh, all uh, possible candidates there. And then, as possible but unlikely, we have Salvador Reyes, and we have Miguel Lagun. Uh, sorry, what am I talking about? Miguel uh, Leun has a player who seems to be off the squad, as is uh, David David Ramirez, who I also think uh, has an injury tag on him. Okay, let's go back to the beginning and talk about Jorge Sanchez. So he started nine of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, was subbed in for one and on the bench for three, including the last four matches. But uh, then I realized he uh, uh, had an injury, a knee injury, and um, his return date is unknown, which is kind of bad news uh, because um Uh, that may mean that he's out for the cup. So he has uh, done well to kind of quickly move, um, to quickly make a bid for the starting position as right-back. He's been on the team since 2019, but has 24 caps and one goal and is 25 years old. So he plays for Ajax in the Netherlands. Uh, He moved over to them in 2022 from uh, Club America. Uh, He's actually never been uh, involved in a tournament. He was selected for the final squad for the 2019 Gold Cup, but was injured before the tournament. And then he was uh, uh, with the Olympic squad for uh, instead of playing in the 2021 uh, Gold Cup. Although I imagine he might have, or he he might well might have made the team in 2021, because uh, he seems to have done. Uh, uh, seem to have been regularly selected after the Gold Cup. I say that, but um, he only started nine of their uh, games. But this position is really a bit up in the air. And um, uh, by comparison, Luis Rodriguez, who who kind of held the position uh, regularly, has only started four of their games since the 2021 Gold Cup. So Jorge Sanchez kind of has nine starts And Luis Rodriguez has four, uh, which makes me think that Jorge Sanchez might be moving into the position. But we'll continue on with Luis Rodriguez. He started four of their games since the Gold Cup, was subbed in for one and on the bench for two, uh, but not selected for 15, including the last 10 matches. So a bit like Harlow Salcedo there, because we'll see. uh, He looked like he was becoming entrenched in the team and then suddenly... Uh, is not being selected uh, anymore. He's been with Mexico since 2015, uh, Luis Rodriguez, and has 38 caps and two goals, and is 31 years old. And he's been with Tigres in Mexico since 2016, and other clubs in Mexico before that. Uh, by the way, he's often called uh, Chaka Rodriguez. And um, if I if I was... Um, Mexican, I might uh, uh, refer to him that way, but um, I'm going to go with Luis Rodriguez. Uh, he's uh, he was um, basically a starter since the 2019 Gold Cup. He was involved in the 2017 Gold Cup there, but he was on the B team of the B team, if if you know what I mean. So we'll say 2019. He was a starter and uh, looked pretty entrenched there because he. Uh, he started and finished all six games in 2019, except for uh, game three. And then in 2021 started and finished all six games again, and uh, actually was quite quite good in that cup. So I was a bit surprised to see that he's only started four games uh, since then and seems to be losing his uh, starting position there. But uh, that's the way it goes on Mexico. Uh, Kevin Alvarez has emerged as a bit of a candidate, a possible candidate here. He started three, including the last one of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was on the bench for one. Or maybe I'm overstating the case a little bit there. He's been on Mexico's team since 2021 and has five caps and is 23 years old. He plays for Pachuca in Mexico. And he was on the roster for the 2021 Gold Cup, but was on the bench for uh, all six games there. But a very new player to the squad, and uh, especially since the starting position seems to be in flux, uh, he seems to be getting a couple of starts, maybe to see if he can be a candidate for the position, but far too soon to say that yet. And he'll do well to make the World Cup squad uh, amongst this tough competition. Another candidate is Julio Cesar Dominguez. And he had returned after an almost three year absence in 2021 to start six of their remaining 22 games. And was on the bench for seven others. So actually seeing more action uh, than uh, Alvarez or Rodriguez in terms of call-ups. And uh, he's a veteran player, really. He's been on the Mexican team since 2007. And he is uh, 20, 35 years old. But um, he, he's kind of been on and off the team, uh, inconsistently inconsistent, because he returned in 2014 after a five-year absence, and then in 2018 after a three-and-a-half-year absence, and then this time... Uh, in 2021 after a three-year absence. So the only tournament he's actually played in is the 2015 Copa America, where he was a starter, but again, has been off the team for long periods. Uh, You know, and now back, and and back fairly regularly uh, since uh, September 2021. Uh, So interesting to see what will become of him. Uh, okay, we have Julian uh, Araujo also as a possible candidate. He got his first cap in December 2021, and started two of the remaining 13 games, and was subbed in for one and on the bench for three. So um, he's been with the team since uh, 2021 and has three caps and is uh, uh, 21 years old. So perhaps uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit. Uh, of time before he can make a serious bid. Um, he actually plays for LA Galaxy in USA, and is another player who played a game for the USA uh, in 2020. He got a cap for the USA. That must have been a friendly, otherwise he wouldn't have been allowed to switch over uh, uh, to Mexico. And he actually made the uh, preliminary squad for USA's Gold Cup 2021. Team uh, and he didn't make the final cup, and it was after that that he moved over to Mexico. So uh, once again, Mexico kind of winning out in their wooing of of these players who uh, are uh, who are you know able to play for both countries. And uh, Mexico kind of uh, pinning him down. All right, uh, Salvador Reyes is a possible but unlikely candidate, and he got his first and only appearance uh, in December 2021, starting a game there. Um, and he's 20 uh, 24 years old, uh, but I uh, again not not a strong candidate for this cup. Perhaps in the future, uh, Miguel León, has kind of been slowly retiring from the team uh, for years. And so we can't uh, thoroughly write him off the slate here, even though he last appeared for the national team in October 2020. uh, He's actually uh, uh, 36 years old. So we've seen a couple of players kind of keep playing uh, since then. And I won't go through his whole history, uh, except to, to say that he is still playing at the club level for club america uh and um was a starter in the 2014 and the 2018 world cups uh the reason he didn't make the 2019 gold cup was due to illness rather than not being selected and in fact he was selected for the 60 man squad the preliminary squad for the 2021 Gold Cup. So kind of uh, not completely out of the picture, but hasn't played since October uh, 2020. Uh, David Ramirez is uh, our last uh, candidate, but he seems to be off the squad. Uh, he got his first appearance on the bench in, in September 2021, but didn't start any of the games. Uh, he, he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one but then for the last 15 matches wasn't selected. And uh, besides that, I think he is uh, uh, an injury risk, which uh, I would research if he was kind of higher up in terms of possibility. So um, there we have it. And I'll describe how the situation has gone in this position right away as a summary to this part. So we have Luis Rodriguez uh, holding down the position throughout the cup. And then uh, Sanchez, Dominguez, and Rodriguez kind of alternated during World Cup qualification, but it was Jorge Sanchez getting the lion's share of starts. And Kevin Alvarez got two uh, starts during the friendlies. Uh, And then Sanchez, Araujo, and Aguirre uh, each getting one. And then in the Nations League games, it was Araujo and Alvarez. So again, those... um, Friendlies and Nation League games kind of confusing things a little bit. Are they just trying out players or are these players who actually, you know, might make it onto the squad and might even be uh, considered starters? But Jorge Sanchez uh, was injured there. So perhaps I uh, would have played more of those games, but for his knee injury. But again, a big question as to whether he will um, uh, be there for the cup. All right, well, that brings us to the end of defenders and we move on to uh, midfielders and we're going to begin with defensive midfielders. Um, we only have one, actually, uh, uh, at the possible level. We have Eric Lira. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lump defensive midfielders in with central midfielders here. And in a 4-3-3, which they usually play, uh, there's really no difference. So, uh, Eric Lear got his first cap in October 2021 and he started one of their remaining 16 games and was subbed in for two and on the bench for three uh, there. So, uh, 2021 was his first cap. He now has three caps and is 22 years old and he plays for Cruz Azul in mexico has had his whole career in mexico so uh no tournament experience for him maybe making a bit of uh uh, inroads into the team but perhaps not enough inroads to be uh to be in this world cup uh but at 22 years old may have a future uh okay let's talk about central midfielders and actually uh hector herrera is um Uh, is uh, designated as a central midfielder, but I have moved him to a right midfielder because that's where he's played during this period. So we'll come back to uh, Hector Herrera a bit later. And um, uh, we begin with the hard-to-classify Orbelin Pineda um, as a likely candidate. uh, As a likely candidate. And Luis Romo as a likely candidate also. And uh, surprisingly, we have uh, Edson Alvarez as just a possible candidate here. And um, another player who's coded as a central midfielder, Fernando Beltran. Uh, We've also moved him to uh, right midfielders here because that's where he's been starting. Uh, So, uh, Luis Chavez is uh, another possible candidate. And uh, Eric Sanchez. (laughs) Wow, we have central midfielder Carlos Alberto Rodriguez, too. But we've moved him to left midfielder because that's where he's playing. Obviously, all of these guys can't crowd the center of the field. So, they're just uh, moved out to the uh, uh, side of the field a bit. Possible but unlikely. Uh, Alan Cervantes. And uh, Jonathan Jonathan Dos Santos seems to be off the squad, so I'll just go over those again, just uh, because there was a lot of interruption. Uh, likely candidates Orbelin Pineda and Luis Romo. Possible candidates Edson Alvarez, Luis Chavez, and Eric Sanchez. Possible but unlikely Alan Cervantes, and seems to be off the squad, Jonathan Dos Santos. So a lot of uh, kind of changes here. And we'll begin by talking about Orbel and Pineda. So I said uh, a bit difficult to classify. He really moved around a bit. Uh, kind of confusing the issue was the fact that he replaced uh, uh, Lozano as kind of a left forward. Again, if you imagine a four-three-three, 3 3 uh, that would be the forward on the left side. Uh, Lozano got injured early in the Gold Cup and Pineda... Um, replaced him and I've seen him as a more attacking player sometimes so I was a bit baffled when he was uh, coded as a central midfielder but he uh, has played central midfielder before even during this period we're talking about so he uh, started four of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup however he was subbed in for seven and on the bench for four so he's been called up quite a bit not selected for uh, seven matches but Um, the amount he's been called up uh, makes him seem a likely candidate to us. Uh, Pineda has been with the team since 2016 and has 48 caps and six goals so he gets called up quite a bit uh, and that's pretty good for a 26-year-old. He recently moved to Celta de Vigo in Spain, and from there he was loaned to AEK Athens in Greece, which is where he's playing right now, and he made that move uh, from Cruz Azul in Mexico, and he was with uh, Mexican teams uh, prior to that, his first tournament was that B team in the 2017 Gold Cup, where he subbed into game one at halftime and gained a starting position, but that wasn't enough to get him onto the World Cup squad. Uh, in 2018, he wasn't even uh, on the preliminary squad there, and actually I had a bit of trouble uh, getting back into the team or getting into the team. As we've seen, uh, it's not easy for B team players to uh move up to the 18 but he seems to have done so over time he was a sub in the 2019 gold cup and also in the 2021 gold cup but as i said uh gained a starting position uh, although that was due to an injury so uh, perhaps didn't truly gain a starting position with the squad four out of 22 games uh, uh since the gold cup so yeah not uh, not a likely starter but uh, likely to be on the team. Uh, Perhaps a bit more likely is Luis Romo. He started seven of their 22 games since the gold cup. And he was subbed in for seven and on the bench for five. So just three matches that he wasn't selected for. And he's been with Mexico since 2019 and has 25 caps. He is uh, 26 years old. So, um, you know, a bit late in joining the team because uh, um, uh, he hasn't made a tournament yet. Uh, 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 and he's 26 years old. Sorry, I'm losing my spot here. I think I was confused by the fact that he was on the Olympic team and in my head working out uh, his age and how that happened. But it, it, it is actually the case that he was one of their overaged players uh, used for that tournament. So again, I don't know whether that uh, um, is, a, is a good thing in terms of his uh, uh, bid to make the A-team or whether not playing in the Gold Cup actually kind of worked against him. But anyway, he was one of the overage players and that's uh, the closest thing he's come to a tournament. However, he does seem to be making uh, inroads in the central midfield there. So we have him as a likely candidate uh, to make the cup. Uh, Difficult to say which of the central midfielders will actually be starters. But it did used to be Edson Alvarez, uh, a bit of an interesting uh, case here. So he started 11 of their 22 games since the Copa America. Certainly seemed to be uh, holding down that position uh, uh, in the midfield. Uh, However, he was not selected for eight matches, including the last four. So um again most of those were friendlies and nations league. So he still may be viewed as the starter in the central midfield. He actually started as a, a right defender, or was it a left defender? Uh no, it was a right defender, and that's a position he played in the 2017 Gold Cup, his first tournament. And um also in the World Cup 2018, he was he was subbed into game one but then gained the right back position as a starter, uh, for the rest of the games. And, uh, um, I'm trying to figure out where it was that he moved up to central defense, uh, 2019 gold cup. Anyway, I'll just say by the time the 2021 gold cup came around, he was uh, pretty firmly ensconced in the, in the central defense and started all six games there. Um, Uh, all six games there uh, in 2021. So a bit of a a defensive central midfielder there. So again, a bit surprising that uh, in the last few games, he hasn't been starting there, making us wonder uh, if he's losing his position uh, there. And the fact that he's been off, well, for the last four matches, now that I'm talking about it, I I would actually move him up to, uh, to likely likely especially since uh, uh, he he could well still be the the starter in that position but uh, a bit concerning that he's missed uh, the last four matches for the team uh luis chavez uh returned um after an 18 month absence he got one appearance uh, in 2000 and uh, um 20 and uh then was off the team until 2022 in April, uh, where he started three of their remaining six games and was subbed in for one other. So again, those friendlies, uh, hard to say how seriously to take them. But that's four caps since uh, his first one in 2022. And he's 26 years old and plays for Pachuca uh, in Mexico. He did make the preliminary squad for the 2021 Gold Cup, but not the final cut. So Luis Chavez, kind of an outside chance there. Uh, Next possible candidate is Eric Sanchez. Uh, He himself returned after a 10 month absence uh, and started one of their remaining six games um, towards the end there and was subbed in for two besides. And uh, so he's been on the team since 2021 and has six caps and is 23 years old. And he was part of the Gold Cup squad. Uh, he was subbed into games two and three there. And uh, um, yeah, and then off the team for for a period after the Gold Cup, uh, returning in, uh, I believe it was either March or June 2022. Uh, so again, a, a pretty slim chance, uh, an outside chance. Okay, Alan Cervantes is possible but unlikely. Um, he started one of their twenty-two games uh, since the Gold Cup and was subbed in for one, uh, but not selected for uh, the last twelve matches there. So the twenty-six-year-old, uh, oh sorry, twenty-four-year-old has four caps since two thousand and twenty-one and plays for Santos Laguna in Mexico, and he was on the squad for the two thousand and twenty-one Gold Cup. Uh, but he appeared only once as a substitute there. So uh, kind of uh, just got onto the team, but doesn't, it doesn't seem to have stuck. Uh, perhaps a bit surprising for some is Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Dos Santos, as uh, seemingly off the squad because he was part of the World Cup, uh, sorry, the 2021 Gold Cup squad, but since then started only one of their 2022 games and was on the bench for three and not selected for the last 12 matches. So it seems to be drifting off the squad. I wouldn't be surprised to see him back because he's uh, he's very experienced with the team, has been on the team since 2009, and has 58 caps and five goals, and is only uh, 32 years old. So another player who has returned to America, uh, he's been playing for Club America since 2022 uh, and with with the LA Galaxy, but he was with uh, Villarreal and Barcelona in Spain before that. Actually, his uh, youth team was Barcelona. So um, uh, a very storied player. His his father is uh, Zinzinho, who played for Mexico. And actually, Zinzinho died uh, during the 2021 Gold Cup um, So it was a really emotional cup for uh, Dos Santos, but he decided to stay feeling that his father would have uh, uh, preferred him to keep playing rather than uh, quit the team. And uh, he actually uh, played pretty well and gained a starting position for the uh, games after the group stage there. So a bit surprising that he's off the squad uh, uh, now, but perhaps not completely off the squad and it wouldn't be a shock to see him return, but hasn't been selected for the last 12 matches, as we said. So the situation with central midfield is um, Edson Alvarez was the central midfielder in the Cup, and he was joined uh, by Donathan dos Santos in one game when they had a two-man central defence there. Um, And then uh, mostly Edson Alvarez in World Cup qualification, but Romo... Uh, Luis Romo came in uh, increasingly, and um, Guardado, uh, who we'll talk about a bit later, uh, and Herrera both showed up uh, once. And we saw uh, actually Pineda, Orbelin Pineda, uh, played uh, twice as a central defender. So uh, a bit of a mess, uh, basically, from the second half onwards. Uh, with various players playing in the position. And in the friendlies, it was Luis Romo twice, and he also played the position in both Nations League games, making us think that he's making inroads into the squads. But you never know with Mexico. We saw that uh, uh, it looked like goalkeeper Tavares was making it into the squad, Uh, and, you know, suddenly Ochoa came back to assume a starting position. So Edson Alvarez might do the same thing here. And even Jonathan Dos Santos, uh, you know, might uh, kind of unexpectedly return uh, as candidates uh, in, the, in the central midfielder. Uh, let's move on to the left midfielder. Again, keeping in mind that it's a 4-3-3, this would be a more defensive minded midfielder. And um, the more offensive minded uh, midfielders uh, would tend to play as left forwards in this system. Anyway, we're going to look at uh, um, the candidates here. So Andres Or Guardado is still around, uh, but we have him as just a possible candidate. And we have Carlos Alberto Rodriguez uh, as a possible candidate. I probably should put him ahead of Guardado here, but we'll get to that. Uh, Eric Gutierrez, also a possible candidate. Uh, Eric Aguirre, who we've mentioned a couple of times as a right back and a left back, is actually coded as a left midfielder. Uh, Diego Lanez, we mentioned him at the top of the podcast, as uh, he's a possible candidate now. We thought he was quite promising uh, at the beginning of World Cup qualifying. Rudolfo Pizarro, uh, another possible candidate. So we have no uh, no candidates below that, but we have uh, just six candidates as possible uh, for this position and nothing above or below that. So Andres Guardado is a real veteran for the team. We spent quite a bit of time uh, talking about him in the podcast um, before World Cup qualifying, but I'll spend less time here since... I'm really uh, not sure that he's going to make the team. Uh, the biggest reason being that he is 38 years old. Uh, scratch that. He's 36 years old. Um, you know, he's been on the team since 2005 and has 177 caps. That's uh, in the top 20 uh, of all time. And uh, he's still playing club soccer. He's been with Real Betis in Spain since 2017 and was with PSV Eindhoven and Valencia and Bayer Leverkusen before that. And let's get down to uh, his bid to uh, be a player at this World Cup. So he started six games, including two of the last three of their 22 games since the gold cup. And he was subbed in for three and on the bench for four. So actually just nine games that he uh, has not been selected for. And I don't mean to sound uh, comical about this. It's just that in the previous podcast, we kind of kept predicting that he was uh, aging out and he would be off the team. uh, And yet he kind of still continues to pop up uh, as a candidate. So, um, you know, a long career uh, prior uh, to the to the uh, recent Gold Cup, beginning in 2006, and I won't go through all of the details, but suffice to say, uh, he was there for most of the tournaments. Uh, was a starter in the 2018, sorry, 2014 and 2018 World Cups. And was a sub in the 2006 and 2010 World Cup. So holy cow, if he did make this squad, he'd be one of the rare players alongside Pele to uh, reach five World Cups. Uh, yeah, but he has a chance. As I said, he uh, has been uh, he has been selected um, there. But but uh, perhaps a bit more likely is uh, Carlos Alberto Rodriguez he started 8 of their 22 games since the uh, 2021 uh, gold cup and he was subbed in for four and on the bench for two and might have uh, actually been selected even a bit more but was injured for four matches so he does seem to be working his way into the uh, position uh the position here he is coded as a central midfielder but we we saw that he was playing on the left so we put him here and he was a starter in the 2019 uh, uh, gold cup but he only started and finished games one and three and he kind of lost his starting position uh, and was a sub in all of the other games and kind of uh, all over the place actually in the uh, in the gold cup uh, started as a right midfielder in one game and a central midfielder in the other but has kind of been on the left since then so also a possible candidate eric gutierrez uh, he just started three of their 2020 uh, three of their 22 games since the 2021 gold cup uh, and he was subbed in for two and on the bench for three Uh, And not selected for 14, including the last three matches. So still a possible candidate, but uh, not as uh, likely as uh, Gordado and Rodriguez, at least uh, when we look at the number of starts they've been getting recently. So Eric Gutierrez uh, has been with Mexico since 2016 and has 33 caps and one goal and is 26 years old. Uh, Sorry, he's 28 years old. Oh, my goodness, I'm losing my math. It's 27 years old. He plays for PSV Eindhoven in the Netherlands and has done so actually since 2018 and was with Pachuca uh, before that. His first tournament was the 2017 Gold Cup, so that was the B team, and he was just a sub on that B team. However, he did make the roster for the 2018 Gold Cup, uh, although he was just a sub and didn't see any action. Uh, In fact, the first tournament he he was the starter in was the 2021 Gold Cup where he started the first three games, uh, but actually lost his starting position after that. So uh, um, a bit of trouble kind of really getting into the heart of the team, but uh, there, along with many, many other players kind of on the fringes and a possible candidate, uh, Eric Gutierrez. Uh, Eric Aguirre uh, uh, Aguirre, uh, started four of their 22 games since the the Gold Cup in 2021 and was on the bench for five uh, besides. Uh, He was selected actually for the Olympic squad rather than the uh, Gold Cup in 2021 because he is uh, 25 years old. So another one of those players who is actually 24 uh, playing for the under 23 team. I'm not sure how that worked. Uh, he's been with Mexico since 2018, Eric Aguirre, and there's 11 caps and two goals, but, uh, um, hasn't played in a, in a tournament yet, uh, other than the Olympic squad there. Diego Leila, as I mentioned him at the top of the podcast, saying he was kind of a promising candidate. Um, Uh, But actually, uh, 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 from the time of the Gold Cup, where he was selected for the preliminary squad and didn't make the final squad, uh, he returned after a six-month absence. Uh, So there for a couple of games, in and around for a couple of games, and then kind of disappeared, but returned in January to start one of their remaining uh, 12 games and was subbed in for five and on the bench for four. So perhaps we weren't wrong in saying that he was a promising candidate because he seems to be uh, making his way back in now. So since 2018, he has 20 caps and three goals and is only 22 years old. And he plays for Real Betis in Spain. Um, Well, he's been with them since 2019, but was recently uh, loaned out to Braga in Portugal and was with Club America in Mexico. Uh, before that so actually uh, uh, he seems a a little bit more likely than uh, some of the other candidates we've been talking about finally we have uh, Rodolfo Pizarro so he started two of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for two and on the bench for two that means uh, 16 games that he wasn't selected for and uh, he's been with Mexico since 2014 and has 38 caps and is 28 years old uh his first tournament was that b team uh gold cup in 2017 so he didn't make the world cup 2018 squad and has only been a substitute in the uh uh 2019 and 2021 gold cups however in 2019 he did actually gain a starting position after the group stage um Uh, but actually he didn't make the uh, 2021 squad, but he was allowed to be brought in after Irving Lozano's uh, injury in game one. Um, uh, So I don't think he was there for the group stage, but uh, they were allowed to bring him in uh, after the group stage. So again, a bit on the fringes of the team. Uh, So we have six uh, possible candidates as left midfielders. So let me tell you how it's gone we have uh, eric gutierrez starting the first three games of the cup and then it was a bit undecided it was uh, uh, hector herrera and dos santos kind of moving over uh, to the position and uh, it was um quite undecided also in world cup qualifying um uh, attacking midfielder uh, sebastian cordova was tried uh, guardado had a few uh, starts there but uh, I, I wonder if he can be seen as a, as a, a real starter in the, in the um, World Cup at his age, and given that he hasn't really been that regular with the team. Uh, they do seem to have settled a bit on Carlos Rodriguez, who played about half the time in World Cup qualifying, but then it became very mixed in the friendlies um, uh, with, again, Sebastian Cordova, uh, coming back in the last friendly and playing the two Nations League games uh, there as the left midfielder. So, um, a bit of uh, a few decisions, I would say, uh, to be made by the manager there as to how he's going to handle that position as left midfielder. Uh, let's move over to the right midfielder, which is um, quite a bit more stable, although there is actually no one coded as a right midfielder, but we said we moved. Uh, central midfielder Hector Herrera to this uh to this category because he's been playing there so uh, we would say he's a likely candidate for this and we also moved uh, Fernando Beltran coded as a central midfielder uh and he is a possible for this candidate so just uh, for this position so just two candidates to deal with here and uh, Hector Herrera a real veteran of the team um but he only started 10 of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, and he was subbed in for two. And uh, part of the reason he was out was he had two separate injuries um, uh, covering uh, three games, and he wasn't selected for six matches, including the last two of those Nations League games. So uh, nevertheless, I kind of feel like he is is, going to be playing the position or starting in the position for the uh, World Cup. Uh, He's been with Mexico since 2012 and recently passed 100 caps there. So 101 caps as of this recording with 10 goals and is 32 years old. And uh, he is another player who moved back uh, from Europe, uh, having played with Atletico Madrid in Spain and Porto in Portugal. Um, He moved back uh, to the West, uh, at least uh, with the Houston Dynamo in the USA since 2022. So he was on the uh, Mexican team tournament-wise as far back as the uh, 2012 Olympics, where he won the gold medal with the Mexican team. And he was a sub in the 2013 uh, Confederations Cup and then a starter in the 2014 World Cup. And uh, I'll jump ahead a bit, uh, of course, involved in the team all the way to the 2018 World Cup, where he was also a starter. And he missed the uh, 2019 Gold Cup. He ruled himself out, saying he needed time to re- uh, uh, to recover from a grueling season with Atletico Madrid. But he was uh, back for the 2021 Gold Cup and started all six games, um, caused great pain to Canada by scoring a late goal against them we wept and uh, again has started 10 of their 22 games so uh, because he started only 10 we can't put him as a definite candidate but uh, a likely candidate and um, in the kind of non-objective terms uh, probably a bit more than likely. Fernando Beltran uh, has started four of their 22 games including three of the last five and he was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. So I don't think he's making a strong bid uh, uh for the starting spot against Hector Herrera but uh possibly uh, a candidate for the future. He's 24 years old and has nine caps since 2020 uh which was his first cap for the club but he's never made a tournament. Uh he was selected for the preliminary squad in um for the 2021 Gold Cup but didn't make the uh didn't make the final squad uh there okay so that is the situation with right right midfielders so i'll actually describe uh, how that position has been panning out so uh as we said no one is actually coded as a right midfielder uh but it was um uh herrera uh in the position and he actually moved over to the left side so dos santos Uh, moved into the right midfield uh, to replace Herrera. Uh, Same in World Cup qualifying, although uh, Carlos Rodriguez and Dos Santos replaced him a couple of times each and Eric Gutierrez once. And um, uh, Sanchez uh, uh, replaced him once and Beltran twice. Uh, Those were in the friendlies. Uh, and in the Nations League games, it was uh, Cordova who seems to move all over the field, and uh, Beltran again. So, again, Beltran making a bit of a bid uh, towards the spot uh, there. And Hector Herrera does move around the field uh, a lot, so he's coded as a central midfielder, but is currently, uh, I'm viewing him as the right midfielder. All right, let's move on to more attacking positions with the left uh, wingers. Uh, again, think of a 4-3-3 and the left winger. Uh they do have a couple of formations where there's an actual winger out wide, but uh in the 4-3-3 it's mostly a left forward. Uh so that uh you might want to imagine the players in these positions. Now Irving Lozano is coded as a right forward, um, but he uh we actually moved him to left forward because that's where he's been playing. Uh, the most so Irving Lozano um, got injured in the cup as we said he was the starter in this position in the cup but just 18 minutes in suffered a, a rather kind of horrific uh, uh, injury running into the box and um, and uh, was injured for the rest of the tournament but he came back and started nine of their 22 games uh, since the Copa uh, since the uh, Gold Cup and he was subbed in for one, out with a toothache for one, uh, and injured for the last five. Uh, He seems to have overcome that injury, though, uh, because um, um, he's not uh, on my list. He's not listed as injured anymore. So uh, Irving Lozano is very popular on the U.S. team. He's been there since 2016 and has earned 58 caps and 15 goals and is just 27 years old, plays for Napoli in Italy since 2019, and was with PSV Eindhoven uh, before that, before moving from Pachuca in Mexico in 2017. And uh, he's often called Chucky Lozano. uh, But again, being uh, a non-Mexican, I'll go with the more conservative Irving Lozano. Uh, His first tournament was the uh, Copa America Centenario in 2016, where he was a sub in Games 1 and 2 and then gained a starting position after that. And he was part of the A-team for the uh, 2017 Confederations Cup, so he played that instead of the Gold Cup. And uh, following that was a starter in the 2018 World Cup. However, he missed the uh, 2019 Gold Cup uh due to a knee injury and then we saw in 2021 he was a starter in the first game but was injured so um a strong candidate uh if he's uh, if he's healthy there in that uh left winger position and oops i've just realized that i forgot to list the players as i normally do so we've just talked about uh irving lozano who we have as a likely candidate Uh, Again, I was a bit uh, concerned about that injury, Um, uh, so I'm going to put him as likely. Uh, Alexis Vega we also have as a likely candidate. Jesus uh, Angulo, this is a Jesus Ricardo Angulo, uh, different than the one we talked about before as a possible but unlikely and then two more in that category and Jordan Carrillo and Moro Lenez, not to be mixed up with uh, Diego Lenez there okay and we've uh, we've covered Irving Lozano so we'll move on to Alexis Vega Alexis Vega started seven of the 22 games since the 2021 Copa America and he was subbed in for four and on the bench for one uh, he's been with Mexico since 2019 and has 20 caps and three goals. So uh, quite a few uh, caps there for the 25-year-old. And he plays for Guadalajara in Mexico. And he was called up for the 2019 Gold Cup, but just was a sub there. And um, wasn't called up for the 2021 Gold Squad, but on the Olympic Squad uh, there. So... Um, uh, is making his way into the team and i i would doubt that he's challenging irving lozano but uh, if Lozano is injured or unavailable uh, it looks like he's the kind of next candidate in line and then the three possible but unlikely jesus angulo started one of their 22 games uh, since the gold cup and was on the bench for one uh, but he was injured for the last five i, I believe he's not on the injury list uh, anymore but he is unlikely nevertheless i uh, been with mexico since 2019 and has three caps and one goal and is 25 years old and plays for guadalajara in mexico but he also was not uh on the 2021 gold cup squad but rather the olympic squad so with those olympic players it's a bit difficult to tell uh, where they stand with the national team and uh, world cup qualifying didn't necessarily Uh, clarify much of that but anyway he seems on the outside here Uh, uh, along with Jordan Carrillo who got his first uh, and only appearance in April uh, 2022 so he earned his first cap there and is uh, 21 years old so this tournament probably comes too soon for him but um, uh, perhaps in the future he plays for Santos Lugana uh, sorry, uh, Santos Laguna in Mexico, but is currently on loan to Sporting Gijon in Spain. So perhaps uh, uh, building his uh, career um, nicely. Uh, Lenas, uh a first and only appearance was a cap in December, 2021. And he is amazingly uh, 15 years old, is he? Uh, yeah, 15 years old, and he has earned a cap for Mexico. Um, and he plays for Juarez uh, in Mexico since uh 2022. So, um, I'd be surprised if he made the cup, but uh, uh, definitely someone to look out for. I'm always interested in these young players and how their careers go, but unfortunately, for Mexico, a lot of them tend to drop off the uh drop off the radar because it's so difficult to make the team anyway the situation then with left wingers is um uh again it's almost always a left forward position and uh it's actually lozano who's classified as a right winger uh who seems to be the first um uh, the most likely candidate for the spot but he got injured in the gold cup in the Gold Cup, it was uh, Pineda, Orbelin Pineda, who's classified as a central midfielder, uh, who basically took over his his spot, although he and Jesus Corona, who we'll talk about soon, were kind of switching from left forward uh, and right forward positions in the Cup. So sometimes uh, Pineda played as a right forward and Jesus played in this position, uh, Jesus Corona. And uh, Vega, in early qualifying, Vega, who's lifted as a... Uh, forward but I think we moved him back here for this discussion um uh, Vega played some games and when Lozano came back from his injury they were kind of alternating but I believe it was Lozano who kind of got the uh uh, the more starts uh in that position and um uh, Alvarado and, and Pizarro uh played in the friendlies but then vega in the last three friendlies. so as i say vega kind of moving into the position but hard to say because it was pizarro and uh pineda again in the nation's league game so that pineda very difficult to pin down uh so yeah um i i I think basically lozano and uh Uh, Vega although other players have played it on the right wing it's a bit more clear and I'll just go through the candidates so we have uh, Uriel Antuna as a likely candidate Uh, Irving Lozano is coded as a right winger and and does play there from time to time but uh, we put him in the left winger category so our next candidate is uh, Alexandro Alexandro, um, Zendejas as a possible but unlikely candidate and then uh, believe it or not jesus manuel corona as possible but unlikely and uh, arturo gonzalez also possible but unlikely so just give me a moment to have a drink here and we'll uh, go through these players all right i just need to moisten my throat a little bit Oriol and tuna Uh, has started six of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but he was subbed in for five and on the bench for four. So just seven matches that he wasn't selected for out of those 22. He's been with the team, Ariel Antuna since uh, 2019 and has 33 caps and nine goals. So quite a few caps for a 25 year old. And, um, he plays for Cruz Azul in Mexico. That was a recent move from Guadalajara. But he was actually with Manchester City uh, in England from 2017 to 19, where he was loaned out uh, to LA Galaxy, uh, one of the teams he was loaned out to. So, uh, But anyway, uh, another player who kind of went over to Europe and then came back uh, to play in Mexico. Um, he was a starter in the 2019 gold cup. That was his first tournament. Um, however, in the 2021 gold cup, he was selected for the Olympic squad, uh, uh, Olympic squad there. So um, again, a bit difficult to say uh, how firm his uh, position is here. Um, I- I'll actually do Jesus Corona next because that's uh, um, a bit of a surprise. He uh, basically played in this position. Uh, as I said, he switched a little bit with Pineda on the left and right side, but he did start all six games in the Gold Cup. Um, however, um, uh, he did start uh, 10 of the 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and subbed in for five. Uh, however, he was injured with a fractured fibula in uh, um I'm just trying to figure out uh, uh sorry i can't figure out when he was injured but he's not due back until january 2023 so uh it looks like he's out for the tournament so uh, i shouldn't have him as possible but unlikely um i meant to put him in the injured category uh injured and not likely to come back so that's a big loss for them uh jesus manuel uh, corona um I should actually say that his, uh, his nickname is Tecatito. I think a lot of Mexicans call him Tecatito and that was to distinguish him from the, uh, goalkeeper, um, also called Jesus Corona, uh, Jose de Jesus Corona. And it seemed like at first, at least, uh, he went with Jesus Manuel Corona and, uh, but I think Mexicans use Tecatito to, uh, distinguish him anyway. Um, you know, I won't go into too much detail, but he, he's been uh, uh, quite consistent with the club. Um, sorry, he's been on the uh, national team uh, since 2014 and has 71 caps and 10 goals. Actually, they've been upset with him uh, for withdrawing from tournaments. So uh, I say quite consistent, but um, um, he withdrew from the 2017 confederations cup and the 2019 uh, gold cup Uh, in that case I think he said he was uh, 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 injured but the manager was furious so I think maybe they didn't really believe him but um, a very good player Mexicans like him a lot and they'll be very sad to lose him for the cup so it looks like uh, uh, Uriel Antuna is the only real candidate here we do have Alejandro Uh, Zendejas um, as a possible but unlikely candidate and perhaps he'll move up in the ranking a bit with uh, Corona's absence he got his first cap in October 2021, I'm talking about Zendejas now uh, Alejandro Zendejas Uh, first cap in October 2021 and started uh, one of the 2022, one of the 22 games since the Gold Cup and was subbed in for one Uh, but not selected for the last six matches, which is why we have him as possible, but unlikely. Um, He's 24 years old and has just two caps since 2021, plays for Club America in Mexico. And the other possible, but unlikely is Arturo Gonzalez. So he um, uh, returned actually after a more than seven year absence in December, 2021, to start one of their 13 games, but then wasn't selected after that. So he actually got his first cap in 2014, uh, but only has three caps for the national team uh, and is 28 years old. So there's a bit of time uh, perhaps, uh, but he plays for Monterey in Mexico and has done since, since, 19, uh, since 2016. But again, that absence means he hasn't played uh, in any tournaments, the closest he's come is the 2015 Copa America, where he was on the preliminary squad, uh, but didn't make the uh, didn't make the final squad uh, final cut there. So that is it for uh, right wingers. So we'll finish by describing the situation. Um, Uh, so uh, it was uh, Jesus Corona uh, as the left, as the uh, right forward uh, in the cup, but sometimes he switched sides with uh, Pineda and played left forward. Uh, it was almost always Jesus Corona in World Cup qualifying, though Antuna did get in a couple of times uh, towards the end there in the second half of that campaign. And... Um, uh, in the, in the friendlies, uh, Alvarado, who's listed as a forward, uh, played the position once, and Irving Lozano moved over twice. So uh, Zendejas, Alvarado, and Lanez all got a chance in the friendlies and in the Nations League, um, with Jesus playing uh, once and Antuna uh, twice. Let's move on to the forward position, and we include attacking midfielders among the forwards. So. Uh, for attacking midfielders, we have a play we've talked about a little bit already, uh, Sebastián Córdova, who kind of appears in various positions. And that could be uh, because they don't really, in the 4-3-3, there's no uh, attacking uh, midfielder position there. Uh, the next one, uh, and uh, Sebastián Córdova is a possible candidate, as is uh, Marcelo Flores. And we also have uh, Efrain Alvarez as a possible but unlikely uh, player. So those three. And, uh, yeah, we'll go with those three. Um, Sebastián Córdova started five of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for two and on the bench for five. So played about half of those 22 games. And uh, he's been with Mexico since 2019 and has 14 caps and three goals is uh, 25 years old and he plays for tigres in mexico that's a recent move uh from club america in uh where he was for for five years before that um he hasn't been selected for any uh squad so maybe uh didn't join the team yeah he got his first cap in october 2019 that was after the gold cup that year and he was selected for the olympic squad Uh, rather than the Gold Cup 2021 squad. So uh, Sebastian Cordova, a possible candidate. Marcelo Flores um, got his first cap in December 2021 and didn't start any games but was subbed in for three and on the bench for two. Uh, And so um, he uh, has three caps and is young at just 19 years old but is with Arsenal in England. However, he's been loaned to uh, Real Oviedo in Spain uh, since 2022 this year. So he's uh, been actually with Arsenal uh, since 2019, uh, but I imagine that's um, uh, with their youth club, I should say. And uh, he was actually born in Canada and uh, moved over from Canada to youth clubs in England and, um, and from there. So uh, he also hasn't participated in a tournament, so uh, maybe working his way into the team, although it seems like the uh, World Cup will come too soon for him. Efren Alvarez is... um, uh, Sorry, I just need to um, clear something up. He didn't start any of their 2022 games. Uh, He was on the bench uh, for one of them, and with the under-21 team for... uh, four games which prevented him from playing for Mexico, not selected for 17 others. So uh, Efren Alvarez actually has four caps with the team since 2021. So that would have been uh, before the gold cup. And um, he's also, no, he's 20 years old, plays for LA Galaxy uh, in the USA, and in fact was born in the USA. So yet another player that uh, um, Mexico snagged uh, from under America okay so that is uh, those three candidates none of them seem very likely to make the squad I must say Um, but again they don't use that position very much I'll talk about secondary strikers because we have one there and then I'll talk about the position in general so actually we have a likely candidate uh, among the secondary uh, strikers but just one and that's Henry Martin And Henry Martin started one of their 22 games uh, since the 2021 Gold Cup. I believe that was as a centre forward. Uh, And he subbed in for nine and was on the bench for six. So actually uh, was called up quite a bit for the squad. And since 2015, he has 23 caps and six goals. So he has used quite a bit. Uh, He's 30 years old and plays for club america in mexico since 2018 and other clubs in mexico before that however he hasn't um actually played in a tournament yet he was around as i say since 2015 but um not selected even for a preliminary squad uh, until the 2021 world cup where he was selected for the preliminary squad, but instead used as one of their three overage players for the Olympic squad. Uh, however, he's been uh, kind of involved quite a bit since then, maybe not as a starter, but uh, coming in for games and actually scored two late winning goals in uh, World Cup qualifying uh, one against Jamaica and. Um, uh, I don't know who the other one uh, was against, but that Jamaica win, was uh, his goal was at 89. Anyway, Henry Martin uh, seemingly making inroads uh, into the squad. But again, probably uh, being a secondary striker doesn't suit the uh, 4-3-3 system well. So um, usually it's more defensive midfielders behind that front line of three, rather than a secondary striker or an attacking midfielder. Um, And it was Cordova who did play that uh, attacking midfielder role the one time that they used it. But they found other places, as I said. I think his start was as a centre-forward. So a a likely candidate in uh, Henry Martin, but probably not a starter. Let's move on to forwards. And uh, in the forward line, we have uh, uh, Rogelio Uh, Funes Moré as a definite, um, no, sorry, as a likely candidate, and we have Raul Jiménez also as a likely candidate. And uh, Santiago uh, Jiménez, spelled differently with a G as opposed to Raul Jiménez, which is spelled with a J, Uh, Santi Jiménez. And... um, we did have Alex Vega. He's actually listed as a forward, but we dealt with him uh, under left winger. So uh, a likely candidate, our next likely candidate is Robert uh, Roberto Alvarado. Possible. Um, and we've mentioned Eduardo Aguirre a couple of times. He's actually listed as a forward, but uh, we rank him as possible, but unlikely. And then Alan Pulido seems to be off the squad. So we'll go back to the beginning. We're starting with uh, Rogelio Funas Mores because uh, he started all six games of the um, 2021 Gold Cup. However, uh, he's only started six of their 22 games since the Copa America and was subbed in for two and on the bench for two. Uh, but he's been struggling with injuries. He was out with three separate injuries uh, covering nine games. And that includes the last seven games Uh, but he is expected back in late September. So I'm not going to put him on the uh, injury list and it'll be interesting to see uh, what kind of a bid he makes uh, for a starting position anyway. But we think he's likely to uh, at least make the team. So he's been with the team since 2021 and has 15 caps and five goals in that time, but he's 30 years old. And the reason he was late to uh, join mexico was that he actually was eligible for argentina and did actually play a game for them in 2012 um his brother actually plays for the argentina national team that's um jose ramiro funas mores um but i don't think he's made big inroads into the argentina national team and i think they were also both um uh, eligible to play for america too so once again Mexico getting the uh, upper hand there. And um, uh, Rogelio Funes-Morris, um, sorry about that. Uh, well, I pretty much said what I needed to say because he, uh, the Gold Cup 2021 was his first tournament. And he started uh, all games. And the reason he started all games was because Raul Jimenez, the normal starter, was injured for the Gold Cup. So he suffered a, a very ugly... Um, incident in December 2020 where he went up for a, a header against uh, Brazil's um, Luis. um The name is escaping me for some reason, uh, although he's a famous player. Anyway, he fractured his skull in the game and then was out for a long time, I think about nine months after that. So uh, Raul Jimenez has since uh, come back recovered and come back. I don't know if he's fully recovered his form. That's uh, up for debate. But he did start 10 of their 22 games since the 2021 Gold Cup uh, and subbed in for one um, and not selected for 11 others, including the last two matches. But it seems like a lot of the starters didn't play those Nations League games. Uh, Raul Jimenez has 97 caps and 29 goals uh, since 2013. And he's currently 31 years old. He plays for Wolverhampton. David Luiz, that's who it was. David Luiz, the Brazilian defender who he uh, went up for a header with uh, for his accident. Uh, Anyway, that accident was with Wolverhampton, who he's been with since 2019. And he was with Benfica in Portugal before that and Atletico Madrid in Spain in 2014 and 15 before moving over from Club America where he actually was with for his whole youth career from seven years old. And uh, he was a sub in the 2013 Confederations Cup, but also played in the the Gold Cup in 2013, where he was a starter. And um, he was kind of playing behind uh, Javier uh, Chicharito um, for a lot of his career. So just a sub in the 2014 World Cup and in Gold Cups uh, following that. But it was in um, 2019 that he became the starter uh, and uh, won the Golden Ball Award actually in that tournament, Uh, had a very good tournament. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. He scored five of their 16 goals in the tournament, but again, wasn't available uh, for the 2021 Gold Cup due to that injury. So he's made a, uh, you know, he's made it back to health and to playing And stuff, but I wonder uh, if he is kind of at the level he was at before. Nevertheless, he's starting for them and scored three of their 17 goals in qualifying, although all of those goals came on penalties. Uh, Coming into the scene is Santiago Jimenez, and he first appeared on the bench in October 2020. Um, And then He started five of their 22 games, including four of the last six. So maybe uh, playing some of those friendlies and Nations League games. He was also subbed in for two games and on the bench for two. So we'll see uh, if he makes inroads into the squad. So uh, since 2021, he has seven caps and two goals and is just 21 years old. So uh, plays for Feyenoord in the Netherlands. Um, and was with Cruz Azul in Mexico before that, including their youth system. So Santiago Jimenez, possibly a player to uh, watch out for, especially if ever uh, Julio funes um does end up being injured for the cup. Roberto Alvarado is a possible candidate. He started four of their 22 games since the gold cup and subbed in for four and was on the bench for two. And he has... Uh, uh, 30 caps and four goals since his his start in 2018 with Mexico and is also young at 24 years old. He plays for uh, Guadalajara in Mexico and uh, has always played with teams in Mexico, uh, Cruz Azul and uh, Pachuca amongst the teams he's played for. And his first tournament was in the 2019 Gold Cup where he started four of their six games and subbed into the other two and uh he was not selected for the 2021 cold cut uh he was on the preliminary squad and um he was uh yeah on the olympic squad there i think there's a couple of players who we've talked about who were on the olympic squad that uh, i didn't say so, but uh, generally, these some of these younger players, if they didn't make the Gold Cup, uh, made the Olympic squad instead. Eduardo Aguirre um, uh, didn't start any of their twenty twenty two any of their twenty two games since the Gold Cup, but he was subbed in for two, and on the bench for one. Um, and he was uh got his first cap in 2021 so he has three caps and is 24 years old plays for santos laguna in mexico uh, also a player who was selected for the olympic squad uh, rather than the 2021 gold cup again making it a little bit difficult to know uh, if they're being considered for the a-team uh, and finally uh, we have alan polido uh Alan Pulido last appeared in the 2021 gold cup but hasn't been called up since uh so he was with the team since 2014 and has 20 caps and five goals and is 31 years old so kind of always had trouble uh getting onto the team uh and if he did appear in a tournament was usually um as a sub or even sitting on the bench for the whole tournament so um he actually was on the roster uh, for the 2014 World Cup, but his next tournament after that was the 2021 20, Gold Cup. So once again, proving the point that it's very hard to uh, to uh, get into the Mexican team. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the player-by-player uh, player section of the podcast, and we move on to a discussion of the squad. So we're going to go back to the uh takeaway points that we talked about at the beginning and i think i'll just mention these because it's fairly obvious by now that mexico has a huge pool of players to choose from uh, often playing two tournaments uh, in the summer and providing enough players uh, for that uh, for those tournaments but because of that it's a bit difficult to determine what their a team is and um for example this uh last summer in 2021 their gold team was mostly 18 players, but then uh, all their younger players and then a few uh, selected players, they were allowed three overage players, played on the Olympic squad. So, um, again, difficult to determine who among those low players, uh, sorry, young players, would have made that Olympic squad. And we've seen time and time again going through the players that it's very hard to break into the uh, Mexican team, and we've seen, you know, players being, um, you know, kind of eligible for USA and Mexico, or Mexico and another country. Uh, Mexico kind of winning the battle to gain their services, uh, only for the for it to be too difficult for the players to break into the star into the squad. Uh, so we talk about a couple of other notes uh, now. One is aging starters. So many of the players in their 30s uh, in their 30s continue to start. Uh, so they certainly have the players to replace them, but uh, perhaps those players aren't getting enough opportunity uh, because the aging players are still starting quite a bit. So Andres Guardado is an example. Uh, he likely won't be a starter in the cup, but he has started several games in qualifying, um, which is good for him, but it does limit the players uh limit the players who will start to less time and perhaps prevents them from developing a relationship on the team uh, with the other players so uh, to some degree mexico has solved this by alternating players quite a bit especially using b team players for things like friendly and nations league games uh, especially those against uh, easier teams uh however um there's uh, still a concern that that um the team chemistry um may be damaged by so many players kind of coming and going in this mix and match so um uh, i kind of wonder they usually manage okay but uh, i kind of wonder if if they're going to have a good chemistry at the world cup because uh, they haven't really narrowed it down to a select group of players Uh, uh, kind of related to that point it's difficult to determine starters we actually thought that the world cup qualifying games would help to clarify that but the amount of rotation uh, along with some odd decisions like we mentioned during the player by player podcast uh, starting basically two new central defenders uh, in their toughest games away to usa and canada uh, all of this makes it difficult um difficult to know who the starting squad is again the friendlies and nations league games at the end of this uh period uh used a lot of b team players and so hard to know if those A team players will um you know are still slated as the starters after seven games uh where they where they only started maybe two or three games so um it seems like mexico has a lot of work to do Uh, between now and the World Cup, to narrow down their squad to 26 players uh, for the World Cup squad. And, uh, yeah, I kind of mentioned it there. Uh, Do friendlies and Nations League games matter? Well, we saw in the Gold Cup uh, that it didn't matter that uh, Tavalera, the goalkeeper, started all six of those games because as soon as World Cup started, World Cup qualification started Ochoa was back in the starting position so it's it may be a bit deceptive Uh, for example if players playing in those friendlies and in the Nations League games kind of look like they're making a bid for the starting squad uh, but then when the squad's actually chosen they just go back to the regular uh, players who've been starting there for a while so we're going to look a bit later at uh, how many players are on the slate Uh, for Mexico, and how many players will actually be able to make it. Uh, Okay, let's take a look at uh, club affiliations. And uh, we've actually seen a bit of a return to um, Mexico, or at least to the West, by uh, some of their uh, players who had been playing in Europe. And uh, in truth, they don't have a lot of players uh, playing outside of Mexico. Uh, several of them do play in the United States, but um, uh, otherwise they seem uh, fairly happy to be playing in the strong Mexican league. So Mexico does have a, a good league of its own and players may be more temp- uh, less tempted to play in Europe. And there may be less status involved with playing in Europe than, say, for USA and Canada, where it's a bit of a status symbol. Uh, We did see Marcelo Flores, uh, a young forward, uh, attached to Arsenal, but he's not really in the Mexican team. We have uh, Jesus Corona with Sevilla and Irving Lozano with Napoli. Um, Several of them play in uh, Spain. So um, Generally, though, with uh, slightly smaller clubs like Real Betis and Celta Vigo, And then uh, I wonder if there's some arrangement between the Netherlands and uh, Mexico because they've always had a few players uh, with Netherlands. Right now it's Edson Alvarez with Ajax and Eric Guterres with PSV Eindhoven. But we saw a lot of the players, even those who have returned uh, uh, back to Mexico, did play for um, teams in the Netherlands. Yeah, and most of the others, apart from a, a handful playing in America, so David Ochoa, the young goalkeeper, um, uh, Julian, or Julian Araujo and uh, Hector Herrera, one of their biggest players, uh, all playing in America, Hector Herrera, with uh, Houston Dynamo. and um, But I would say more than half of the squad uh, are playing uh, in Mexico. Um, so that's it for club affiliations we're going to move on to uh agent experience and uh oh i had the graphic a little bit wrong there so i'll just fix that up um right so the first thing we look at i'm kind of working on this little uh, stats thing i do uh, i'm doing by myself and i'm kind of looking at the total number of players under consideration uh, sorry total number of players on the slate So I'm basically uh, looking at players who have been called up since 2020. And it's not dead accurate, but it it gives a a good impression. Um, We have for Mexico 67 players uh, who have been called up since uh, 2020. And uh, mostly I think this reveals its information when we compare it to other teams. So uh, that is the most of any team. Surprisingly, Ecuador is the, is the next closest team, um, uh, but the average is 51 players. So basically Mexico has uh, 16 more players to consider uh, than, um, than other teams. And of course, we saw some of them uh, have been off the team that might come back uh, so it actually might be more than 67 uh, players. Next thing we look at is kind of candidates under consideration. So these would be players that we've labeled as uh, definite, likely, or possible. And for Mexico, that's 43 players. And uh, again, that's a high average for most teams. It's uh, uh, The average is 32.7, so around 33 players. So uh, this means that to reduce the squad to 26, um you know that um uh, 17 of the players that we've talked about under definite likely or possible would have to be cut 17 is a lot and a difficult decision for the manager so uh some teams are as low as uh 31 or 32 so canada for example and qatar Uh, both have pretty much decided on their teams and the manager just has a few small decisions to make. But as I said, for Mexico, uh, a lot of decisions still to be made uh, in reducing the squad to uh, 26 players. The third one is the total number of players in the definite and likely categories. And I'm finding that that indicates one of two things. So if it's a low number and Mexico is... Uh, Their number is 20 players uh, in this category and the average is 21. So um, uh, one thing it could indicate is that it's a very stable squad. So uh, teams like uh, Senegal and Qatar uh, that basically are using the same group of players and not really introducing a lot of new players to consider. So those are the players who are going to be going to the Cup. Uh, But the other one is teams like USA, USA and um uh, mexico are also low in this category but in their case it kind of means that they haven't decided on a lot of players so if they have a lot of players kind of on the slate um usa has 69 and mexico is 67 they have a lot of decisions to make and uh, you know um basically it looks like around 20 of them uh, are decided upon so they have basically Uh, uh, you know, 47 players or so to fill the remaining six positions. There are, of course, always a few surprises, uh, late inclusions and late injuries and stuff like that. But uh, generally, this indicates to me that uh, Mexico is going to have quite a tough time reducing the squad to 26. Uh, okay, let's take a look at the average age. So this is among the uh, definite, likely, impossible players, and the average age is 26.8. Uh, that's a, a bit higher than average. It's usually uh, 25 to 27, and uh, the total average is 26.2. So uh, they're a bit higher than that, and it stands to reason because they have a couple of players who are uh, particularly old um, as far as soccer player goes. And um, I'm just opening it up here or just uh, trying to get a good view of it here. So they have their goalkeepers, particularly uh, Alfredo Talavera is 40 and uh, Guillermo Ochoa, 37, and Rudolfo Cota, 35. So right there we have them uh, kind of raising the average. But in all, we have um, 11 players who are above 30 years old uh, for Mexico. And at the other end of the scale, uh, a lot of the young players tend to be um, uh, not as likely as others, so they tend to be uh, in the possible category at best. And so we have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ca- eight, eight players who are 22 or younger. So um, that doesn't really balance out the uh, older players. So that's fine. Mexico prefers a kind of a an older squad. Uh, there, and those are experienced players. And it also stands to reason that, uh, sorry, I'll just write the average age on our YouTube uh, graphic there. Uh, It stands to reason that the number of average caps is uh, higher than other teams, and that's very much the case uh, with uh, Mexico, uh, who have have 35.4 caps per player, Uh, on average so uh, that uh, compares to other teams uh, where the average is 27.6 so quite a bit more experienced and uh, I'm seeing that only Qatar who just plays billions of games has more uh, than Mexico so a very experienced squad which kind of fits in with the the older age um, and in terms of scoring, they that that group of players has 158 goals, so uh, that's high, uh, though not as high as a couple of other teams. Argentina is higher, and uh, Qatar again, a high scoring team. And the average number of goals works out to 3.7 uh per player, so that is actually also at the high end. Um uh, at the high end although Argentina is also higher so we can we can say that Mexico is a fairly high scoring team when we actually dig into the data uh, about the players we see that it's more spread out on Mexico uh, than it is for most teams so uh, we do have kind of a big scorer in uh, Raul Jimenez who, who has a uh, 30 goals in 97 games, that works out to a 31% average. So that's very good. But nobody really even comes close to that except uh, Funes More, who has 15 goals in 31 games. So they have the right players as forwards. But we uh, we have uh, Irving Lozano at 25%. And Henry Martin at 26%. That's pretty good. But what we have with Mexico is a lot of players kind of chipping in with goals. And we certainly saw that in the World Cup qualification run where they were getting goals from uh, uh, players all over the field. And so we have a lot of players who are actually above uh, uh, 10%. That would in, even include a couple of the central defenders um uh, No, yeah, yeah, central defender. Sorry. Um, okay. So, again, those stats uh, are not solid, but they maybe shed light on a couple of things. Now we'll uh, just go through some of the players and issues to watch. So, uh, again, we're gonna we're gonna find out that a lot of the issues centre around uh, having not decided on who the starters are, or at least uh, those starters not being clear to us. Uh, For example, the starting keeper uh, probably is going to be Guillermo Ochoa, uh, but he didn't play any of the last six games, and he wasn't selected for the Gold Cup either, but he did play most of the World Cup qualifying games, so uh, it's likely here, but they're also uh, kind of bringing in a bit of youth uh, into the team. Now, that will probably be considered more after the World Cup, but uh, it's not. Uh, it's not for sure that Ochoa will be the starter because there are other candidates uh, who are who are possible. Um, I guess this is more uh, for, for the overall team rather than just the defence, but do they have room for younger players or will they deal with that after the World Cup? Uh, we do have Montes as a young central defender, 25 years old. Um, this is... Maybe, for example, because it's true in other parts of the field too. But uh, we also have veterans Nestor Araujo and uh, Hector Moreno. So uh, will it be um, the veterans there or will some of the younger players coming in, uh, Vasquez and uh, uh, Jesus Angulo, have started there? Uh, also, will they get a chance? Again, my guess is not during the World Cup, but I think they'll turn their attention to that afterwards. Uh, on the right on the left side, it's pretty firmly um, uh, Gallardo, but on the right side, uh, it was Luis Rodriguez, but uh, Jorge Sanchez has made a bid for right defender. So um who is going to be the right defender? Uh, but it's quite possible that Jorge Sanchez will be uh, uh, is out with a knee injury. So uh, it may go to Luis Rodriguez by default there. Uh, in the midfield, that same kind of uh, young versus veterans player. Uh, we saw that Edson Alvarez missed the last several games. Will he, like Ochoa, uh, kind of come in and resume his position in central midfield? Or will someone up and coming, Luis Romo, in, in the central midfield, uh, come in and take over? Uh, actually, Edson Alvarez is not that old himself. Uh, he just feels like he's been around for a long time. But uh, again, I, I kind of suspect they'll deal with the uh, refreshing the squad after the World Cup here. And on that note, um, Andres Godardo, uh, Guardado probably uh probably the most extreme example of that the 36 year old kind of in and out of the squad over the last two years but he has started a surprising number of games and uh so you know will they go with someone like him or will they uh, introduce someone um who they've been kind of trying out for the last little while uh, left midfielder is probably the least settled position on the squad, so we've actually seen like central midfielders like Herrera and Dos Santos, and uh, I believe um, the the forward, uh, Cardoza, is is that who it is? Um, Sebastian uh, Cardoza, I think, Cordova, uh, come back and fill that position. It doesn't seem like it's very settled, although... Um, Carlos uh, Alberto Rodriguez seems to be uh, seemed to be uh, the most steady uh, candidate uh, as as the World Cup qualifying went on but uh, probably the most up for grabs that in the attack in the 433 the uh, midfielder will tend to play as a forward or the winger will play as a forward and uh, on the left side we have uh, Lausanne uh, Irving Lozano or Vega? Now, I think it probably would be Irving Lozano, uh, except he seems to be struggling a lot with injury over the last year or so. And if that's the case, um, uh, Vega uh, might actually find himself getting more starts. Uh, On the right side, not dissimilarly, it looks like uh, Jesus Corona is out. So he probably would be the starter, Corona. Uh, However, uh, it looks like he's injured until after the World Cup. So uh, the position will probably fall to Antuna on the right uh, attacking midfielder or the right forward. And then um, uh, we got to wonder about the uh, centre forward. Raul Jimenez is the man, but I kind of myself feel like he hasn't returned to the form he was in before his uh, head injury. And who can blame him? I admire him uh, 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 completely for, can you imagine having fractured your skull, the kind of fear you would have in uh, going up for a heading challenge? And so I think that psychological element would be more difficult to overcome even than the physical uh, element of it. And my feeling is he hasn't returned to his best form. And uh, Funas Mores made a good bid during the cup um, but he has uh, struggled with injury himself, and uh, you know it may end up. Uh, it may end up to Santiago uh, Jimenez uh, making inroads into the forward squad uh, going forward. Maybe the World Cup will be too soon, but depending on the performance and status of uh, Funes Mores and Jimenez, uh, they may things may fall to uh, Santiago Jimenez, the younger player. Okay, let's look at some of the new players coming in. Well, there aren't actually uh, that many considering, and so we're gonna limit ourselves here to uh, to the players we consider likely or definite, uh, because we have a lot of possible candidates who could uh, who could fit the bill. And I might mention some of the more uh, possible candidates um, I might mention some of the more pro- promising possible candidates. But Carlos Acevedo, it uh, looks like he might be moving in on one of the goalkeeper spots, but we have one definite and three likely there. One of them's got to get cut. And uh, I won't go through everything we did, by I did in the player-by-player in the player podcast. We'll just kind of mention the names. Uh, I want to mention Johan Vasquez, because he seemed to be making a couple of inroads into the central defence there. And uh, with Hector Moreno, uh, kind of, um, uh, I would still say he's a strong candidate for the squad, but he is aging out and actually playing more like a semi retired player, just coming in for some of the starts Uh, that may give room for uh, Vasquez to uh, get in. Um, uh, Jorge Sanchez is uh, actually new, he's never played in a tournament. and he was really making inroads as a right uh, defender uh, until he got injured and so now his injury leaves things uh, kind of uh, up in doubt i'll just check uh, i believe that was an unknown return date for him which is uh, uh, not promising you know that suggests kind of a longer term injury uh, i think he'll be uh, he could make a bid for starter if he's healthy Uh, Luis Romo uh, is a central midfielder, making good inroads into the squad. Uh, This would be his first tournament if he's chosen, although uh, he did play on the Olympic squad as an overage player. So did Jorge Sanchez, uh, not as an overage player in Jorge Sanchez's case. So uh, uh, Luis Romo in the central midfield, Uriel Antuna, and uh, the starting spot might fall to him uh if um if jesus corona uh uh is is out for the cup but i shouldn't really consider him uh as new as all that because he did play even in the 2019 gold cup uh but he is uh oh he's 26 years old he shouldn't be on this list at all uh, i have i have made a mistake uh the last one is Funes uh, rogelio And even though he did uh, play in the Gold Cup and is uh, 31 years old, he is new to the squad in 2021. And um, if he's fit, because again, he's struggling with injury, uh, uh, will definitely be at the Cup and uh, could play a starting role. So uh, a few names to consider um, there for... um, Mexico uh, new names of the cup uh, for injuries we have uh, Jesus Manuel Corona uh, I should say more often that his uh, nickname is Tacatito, or oh, Tacatito. Takatito uh, so you may him refer <laughs> hear him referred to by that name but uh, the injury list says he's out until after the cup Julias uh, mores on the other hand is expected to return uh, before the cup. Uh, expected to return uh, in late September. And um, we have uh, Jorge Sanchez also, the other kind of main injury there on the right side. And he uh, is kind of in the middle, uh, out for an unknown period and um, uh, difficult to say. So we'll update those in our update podcast and uh, maybe we'll have a better sense of uh Jorge Sanchez there okay finally we look at notable absences so Carlos Salcido played in the 2021 gold cup and was kind of entrenched in the team uh for the few tournaments before that but then suddenly uh, uh not not selected after the 2021 gold cup and we saw that he had been kind of unpopular uh amongst the fans um even during the gold cup. So um, uh, a central defender there who is not really in the picture anymore. Jonathan Dos Santos. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos um, has not appeared for any of the last 12 matches. So there is a chance that he'll come back into the midfield. Uh, He's 32 years old, but uh, there are plenty of players around that age and uh, no no real idea why he has kind of disappeared from the squad, but uh, we have to we have to think that um, uh, he's not a consideration right now for the squad. But I may be dead wrong there. Uh, Miguel Layún has kind of been drifting off the squad for the last uh, little while, but he has been considered even was on the preliminary squad for the twenty twenty one Gold Cup. But actually, the last tournament he started in was the 2018 World Cup. So not completely out of the picture or out of the question Uh, now. And he's 34 years old, but uh, really hasn't uh, appeared since October 2020. And I'm kind of doing this uh, uh, for uh, maybe players who follow the team from World Cup to World Cup. So uh, Rafael Marquez, uh, one of the few players I believe to play in five World Cups. Uh, but not going to make it to his sixth. He retired after the 2018 World Cup uh, and was even even quite old at that time. So uh, a big name, but has been off the team for a while in truth. Uh, same with uh, Javier Hernandez. Those who follow closely, uh, the Mexican team will say, what are you talking about? He's been gone from the team for ages. And uh, he kind of has. Uh, he ruled himself out of the Gold Cup in 2019 because he was expecting a baby and uh, hasn't uh, hasn't appeared for the squad after that. He's only uh, 34 years old, so it's, it's not out of the question, but I think if he was going to come back onto the squad, he would have during World Cup qualifying. Uh, Carlos Vela, again, has kind of been off the team for a while. In fact, his last tournament was the 2018 World Cup. And um, um, you know, but he was talked about after that. He was talked about for the 2019 World Cup. He seems to uh, he seems to have some friction with the Football Association uh, or with the way Mexican players are treated. I do believe, and uh, has kind of been uh, arguing about that. But he had a very good season with Los Angeles uh, FC. Um, in the build-up to the 2019 gold cup. So a lot of Mexican fans are hoping he would make it anyway. He, I haven't heard his name bandied about since then. So kind of off the team central defender, Hugo um, Ayala last played in the 2018 world cup. And Giovanni Dos Santos brother of Jonathan uh, also last played in the 2018 world cup. So they've been off the team for a while. So, um, Uh, really are quite out of the picture, a lot of those players. But uh, maybe a bit of room for uh, especially Dos Santos, Jonathan Dos Santos and, uh, you know, Miguel León and Carlos Salcido could make a bit of a comeback. Okay, we're going to start with uh, predicted starters then. And I will just copy the list from uh, uh, the uh, player-by-player section of the podcast and and copy it in... uh, to look at here. And then I'm going to highlight the names in green for people that we think are going to start. And then in blue, I've, I've come to use blue for two things. These are for the YouTube watchers here. Uh, blue is either like a definite substitute and uh, or it also could be kind of an uh, indecision among two players. So. Uh, players who maybe alternate in the position. So we can't fully decide on a starter, but we kind of know both of them will be there. Um, Okay, and then the categories definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seems to be off the squad. Uh, Those are only for players we expect to make the squad. It's not a comment on uh, whether they'll be starters or not, although naturally the ones who are definite or likely. Uh, it's more likely that they'll be starters. But there is the odd case of a a player who is always selected uh, but always comes in as a substitute, you know, uh, that happens. Okay, well, a definite candidate. I'm going to be bold enough to say uh, Guillermo Oko will be the starter. But we do have three likely candidates in uh, Talavera, Cota, and Acevedo. Um, And of course, they can only bring two of those. Uh, I'm going to give a slight nod towards Acevedo. I think he's actually going to replace one of the two others. And uh, most likely, uh, my guess, this is just my guess, would be Alfredo Talavera because he's 40 years old. uh, And they need to start developing there youth a little bit there, but Talavera did play all games in the gold cup. So was obviously second string uh, keeper there. So I may be dead wrong. I'm not going to say any of them uh, as definite substitutes because I think all of them are possible. Uh, Among central defenders, we have uh, Nestor Araujo, Cesar, uh, Cesar Montes, who's a bit younger and Hector Moreno, who's a bit older. And so, um, I'm gonna put all three of them in blue because I think they'll rotate. And uh, I have them as all as likely candidates here because they all have missed a number of games. Uh, So it doesn't, none of them kind of jumps out as a starting central defender, but I do think it'll be a bit of a rotation uh, among the three of them. And uh, uh, among the uh, possible candidates, uh, this blue, maybe I should develop a different color, But uh, the blue for Johan Vasquez means I really think he will uh, be a substitute at the cup. But I think they have a bit of a difficult choice uh, because they usually bring five or six centre-backs. I think they'll have a bit of a difficult choice uh, deciding on the last one. Could it be that they will bring uh, Carlos Salcedo out of the cold or one of the younger players who are... Uh, available to them for left back i would say jesus gallardo is definitely the starter one of the most um uh, firm positions on the squad uh, although i do think that they'll uh well they will bring a backup um uh half a year ago i would have said that would be all osvaldo rodriguez because he started in the 2021 gold cup but he's drifted off the team so now I'm not really sure, uh, and it could be probably between Jesus and Gulo and Gerardo or but there's always room for a surprise. There's always a couple of players that, uh, uh, you know, are in good form just before the cup starts uh, that surprisingly and we make the squad. Perhaps we can identify those uh, trends in our update podcast. Uh, so for right back, we have Jorge Sanchez, who I would almost... Uh, um, Color as a starter, uh, except that he's injured and um, is an unknown return date. So um, to me, now this is a bit speculative, but to me that unknown return date suggests that it's not going to be in time for the cup. So I'm going to be bold and uh, uh, pick Luis Rodriguez as the starter because if Sanchez is not available, I really do think it would be Luis Rodriguez. And uh, for a backup position... Uh, I think Kevin Alvarez and Julio Dominguez have an equal chance. But if Sanchez is on the road to recovery, he could also come in as the backup and they they kind of hope that he gains the fitness he needs during the tournament. Uh, an outside chance of uh, Miguel León coming back there, but I would put that at about 10%. Among defensive midfielders, uh, I kind of think Edson Alvarez is gonna uh, is gonna come back and be the starter because Mexico kind of does that, so a bit like uh, Ochoa uh, resuming his starting position during the World Cup. Edson Alvarez has been very steady as a central defender. Uh, Orbelin Pineda is is sorry a central midfielder. Orbelin Pineda is uh, listed as a central midfielder, but it's pretty elusive character because he often plays. Uh, uh uh in an attacking role so he was uh, i've seen him i kind of think of him more as a left attacking midfielder more than a central midfielder but he has played uh, in the central midfield uh, we consider pineda likely to make the squad but uh, in terms of the central midfielder position i would put uh, luis romo ahead of him and so I'm going to put Luis Romo as a substitute. And there's an outside chance that Luis Romo will be the starter. Uh, for left midfielder, uh, an interesting uh, possibility of Andre Guardado, the 36 year old, one of the most highly capped players in the world, uh, playing in, in, a, in a last World Cup for himself. But I'm a bit doubtful that'll happen. Um, And I would think uh, Carlos Alberto Rodriguez uh, is more likely. But honestly, um, various players have come across uh, to play the position. So this one is really kind of up in the air for me. And I'm not willing. uh, um, I mean, it could be Carlos Alberto Rodriguez as the starter. I'm not willing to kind of highlight any names here uh, because I'm really not sure. Diego Lainez also seemed to be making inroads uh, back into the squad, so there's a lot of uh, possibility there. Uh, okay, Hector Herrera, I do think he'll be a starter, um, probably on the right midfield. He's a central midfielder, but um, we kind of we redesignated him as a right midfielder because that's where he's been playing. He may not necessarily play on the right midfield. He may play on the left to fill... The gap over there but i think he'll definitely be on the field for left wingers uh mexicans really like irving lozano the only danger with irving lozano is that he's a bit of an injury risk so got injured in the gold cup and was struggling with a bit of injury uh, since then too i think if he's fit he'll definitely start um and I think Alexis Vega will be brought along, so I'm going to put him as a fairly firm bid uh, as a substitute. On the right wing, uh, all indications are that Jesus Manuel Corona is out injured. I'll highlight that in red um, uh, for the cup. So that means uh, Uriel Antuna will be a definite uh, would be the definite kind of right attacking midfielder or uh, right forward. Uh, There, because there really aren't a lot of other candidates for that. Of course, it could be played by uh, a forward, but um, I'm going to peg Antuna. Uh, uh, For attacking midfielders, um, again, they don't use that position that much, but I'm going to peg secondary striker Henry Martin as a definite substitute. He doesn't start a lot. Uh, We think he's likely to make the squad. And uh, he, he does come in quite a lot as a substitute. Uh, for forwards, I'm going to use Blue uh, for the other reason, as in I'm not sure who's going to start. Uh, no, um, no, I think they're going to start with Raul Jimenez. And I think it'll come, come down to, uh, uh, you know, whether he can rediscover the form that, that we know he's capable of. Um, however, I think... Um, Funes Mori, uh, if fit, and it looks like he will be fit, uh, can, can, you know, if Jimenez isn't performing well for the first couple of games, I could see Funes Mores taking over uh, the starting spot. But I think Funes Mori will start as uh, a substitute. Uh, I also think uh, Santiago Jimenez will make the squad and will come in as a substitute and uh, hopefully prove himself because they are a little bit short on forwards on centre forwards here all right well that brings us to the end of the podcast so i hope you uh feel a bit more familiar with the players and uh, that piques your interest a little bit we are the international soccer preview uh no we're not we this is the international soccer preview and we are soccer files canada uh and so um um we will be doing an update on this podcast probably in early to mid-November, including some of the information that comes out. They have a few games between then and now, and we can update injuries and things like that. And that's probably going to be, uh, as I said, early to mid-November. So keep an eye out. us. We have a lot of uh, podcasts now at our website at dot soccerfiles.captivate.fm or you can check the show notes There uh, is an easy way to do it because our show notes have been improving. So that's soccer files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And uh, I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>